0: Discord's like the friend of yours that's like a real low-key piece of shit, but you just love him so much that you keep him around. Like, they never yeah. pay. They never pay for anything, what, uh, and they never have any like decent input. Or they can't drive themselves anywhere. But he has speed. I was gonna say great the
1: counterpoint: so like just keep just keep Discord's that friend that got a car first. You're like, oh, this guy kind of sucks. But like, we can go to Taco Bell if we hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody
2: pay for that for like 15 years.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 15 years later, you're like, ah, uh, was that fucking burrito really worth yeah, it? Like, I'm
1: the best man in this asshole's wedding. All I wanted was a chalupa. What the fuck happened? <laughs> How did I not cut this off for so long? <laughs> But also, in, in in the spirit of, of Chris, uh, in this time where we all have kind of a renewed sense of relief and freedom in this country, all those of us who've been holding our breath for so long can finally let out a sigh of immense yeah. relief. I'd just like to say that I'm not wearing pants for this.
3: Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <dude.
1: laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm not oh, wearing my underwear friend. for this either. <laughs> oh
3: no, oh man. <laughs> Where'd they go? Oh Oh my God, that's
2: that's ballsy, literally. I'm ready to put some dirty asshole on my fucking gaming (laughs) chair.
1: I am hanging. I am smushing snake boys. The prophecy has been fulfilled. The prophecy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You are the prince that was promised. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm staring at him.
2: (laughs) Hey, when we're done, when you get up, if there's a little uh, uh, Hershey kiss on your seat, you have to post that. Uh, Oh no, you have to let us see it. No,
1: no. I mean, I I wash my ass. Like I know, I know, I know. There's probably like there's a stigma. Well, I mean, I know I know like out there in in, in uh, the Twitter sphere, there's men who won't even wipe their butt because that shit gay. But I, I not only I not only wipe my butt, but I wash it, you know, when it itches, right. I scratch it. I show it love, man. You got to respect the butt because the butt right. is all the butt is the, the asshole is all that stands between you and shit all over everything you own. <laughs> no, it's, the one, it's the one thing you can inarguably do. true. Yeah. It is, Sometimes it is, if I <laughs>
2: really want to pamper myself, I'll do a
1: wet wipe. Just a little, you know. If you think about it, little... your asshole is the Helm's Deep of your entire body. <laughs> it, is, it is the last refuge of all that is sanitary and good about being a man.
0: It really yeah. is, guys. You're, you're basically the grown-up version of the king from Big Daddy. Like, I wipe my own ass. I mean, <laughs> like, oh,
3: well, I'm, I mean I'm, not, I'm
1: not asking you guys to celebrate it like we're at the end of Return of the Jedi already. I'm just saying I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... That's the- is there any no, other way?
2: No sell a xylophone, nothing like that.
1: Nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on all them weebs to write in with their addresses before I can build a, a xylophone out of cells. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god, that's fucking good. What what topic would you like to pick, Derek? What do you think? Are we thinking Sims for Satan still, or do you want
3: to venture onto one of the new I ones? I feel like
2: it's it's like opening the Hellraiser box to ask box to ask for uh, uh, guys. Am I really intolerant? So maybe let's go with Sims for <laughs> Satan. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Guys are yeah. really intolerant
2: sounds like just dangerous ground to tread on, so I'll,
0: I'll take some for Satan for two hundred, please. In honor of Alex Trebek. Honor of, oh God, what a bro. What a bro. Oh right. man. Yeah. Oh man. Now I'm just sad. we just talked about that a couple of weeks ago, yeah, right? That, Didn't that, I say something that was about the, Alex Trick?
1: Scared stupid thing. We were talking about it yeah. when we did, like, we did a watch along. Uh,
0: we made all those jokes about
2: cancer with Jim Varney, and they were like, Oh, Alex Trebek has prostate cancer and now we feel bad. It was <laughs> it yeah, got very heavy yeah. really quick. Yeah, yeah well. Is I is. feel
1: like 2020 demanded one final sacrifice to return things to normal, though. You know, what I mean, like, like a sacrificial <laughs> offer. And I'm not saying that it's funny. I'm not trying to make light of Alex Trebek passing in any way, shape, or form. But this has just been a year that has taken from everybody again and again and again. And of course, as soon as you know, for for well, I mean, it's it. It's hard to say this in a way that doesn't seem political. But for a lot of people right now, there's a giant sigh of relief. Like everyone's taking a breath for the first time in a long time. Yeah, uh, and of course. Immediately following that on the very on the, the heels of that celebration, we'd all take a hit that like no matter which way you lean, Alex Trebek is just, just he's a bro, right? He's an American icon, dude. And he's just he was always such a solid dude. You never heard anything bad about that guy. There's no scandals in his, what, 40 year fucking career in television yeah, or 30 year career. He never once had anybody accused me of being yeah, terrible. He's
0: like the Mr. Rogers of
1: game
2: show hosts yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's, he really that's is. Yeah. Incredibly accurate. And let's not, um,
1: let's not forget that Alex Trebek gave us uh, Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek on SNL, which is one of the best bits of the late 90s. Oh, oh God,
2: that's so and, when, and when like speaking up when Sean Connery died, I'm like, my biggest connection to Sean Connery is the SNL impersonations of, of Sean Connery. Like, yeah. I never really especially liked him in any movie, but I, you know, I appreciate him for for inspiring that at a minimum. Yeah, yeah. It's I, your mother, Trebek.
1: I appreciate him for, for giving Daryl Hannah, Daryl Hannah. Uh, something to work with for three years on SNL. That's all he had on SNL. And was was you know I mean, and, like, where's that guy now? You know what I mean? It's dark days for him, man.
2: He's probably dead, too. Just less people cared. <laughs> oh no,
0: all right. Sims for Satan. Uh, for no, it. no. I feel like hit me with it No, <laughs> Nope. What, the-
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope. What, what, what do you mean? Nope? <laughs> I knew you were trying no, to get away even from that. Yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, no. the- there's a, there's a reason I always undersold that one because like when I write, when I write down a line for like a bit, it's like if I don't oversell something, it's because it's real bad. If I'm like, if I like gloss <laughs> over it, it's something I don't think I'm ready to say. Even on the podcast, yeah, it's almost alone... like
2: that's the reason we want you to do that
1: one.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're you might think you're helping to get away from it, and you're not. You're digging my fucking heels in deeper
1: here. Uh, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's that bad? Yeah. It's really oh, come bad. on! <laughs> it's really fucking bad, especially right, especially especially choices? right now. Especially like right like right now, I can't do that. I, like, give it a month or two. <laughs> let me, let me was like all right.
0: I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> was, was it a whole bit
1: right right or something? Now. Like <laughs> what's that?
0: A whole bit on Alex Trebek or something? No,
1: no. Okay. All right. What were the
0: other choices then? There's uh, Big City. I, like Gal- I feel like we already have
1: enough here of pre-roll to just go into it, though. We can just edit that. Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: I'm feeling pretty good. You know. Um, we talk. You know, we just talked about sadness for ten minutes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's
2: bring it down. Let's start. Let's start the episode off on a somber note, and then we yeah, build yeah. off of that, of
1: course. Like we yeah, always
2: okay. do. You know. Uh,
0: right. <laughs> like, like rest in peace, Alex
2: Trebek. I
1: feel like the me, me taking my pants off bit definitely and then just has a lot of the cushion Sound right after.
0: That. <laughs> That, that's that's definitely in pre-roll for sure. All
1: right, all right. Um, I don't know, man. It's like Sims for Satan. Like it,
0: <laughs> I don't know. You man.
1: don't want to. You I, don't want to go I, away I, from I, it, I, I, but I, you do. I mean, I, I know I need to, but, but <laughs> it's like it's like a whole other. Like, all right, I'll, I'll break down for you this way. Right. Uh, okay. Everyone, I don't know if you guys have ever dated an astrology hoe Like that meme oh, is so God. real. Like I legitimately called my mom at one a.m. yesterday, which was also her birthday. I talked to her earlier in the day, so I'm not a total piece of shit, but I also called my mom at 1am on her birth, like the the same day of birthday. I hadn't slept yet. You know what I mean? Uh, Right. And asked her where I was born and what time, because the astrology hoe I was hanging out with wanted to know (laughs) to read hard charts.
3: Can relate. Oh no.
2: Can relate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs)
0: Okay.
2: And she's like, why, why do you want to know? And it's like, well, actually, ca- I don't. I'm, I'm just you? trying yeah. to get my dick wet. So can you please
1: <laughs> we give can't. me the date and place of my birth? <laughs> we we can't do this bit. We got to cut that. I'm sorry. You gotta, you <laughs> no. You can't do it. I'm so,
0: sorry. I'm so interested to hear no. the whole bit. <laughs> all
1: all right. right. I'm fine. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Um, all right. What was, uh, I don't know. They, they don't, none, of them, none of them are as good as the Thanos snap, if I'm being honest. What I, what I will say is I'm going to pose a question to you guys, all right? Have you you ever gotten into your car and the second you sit down, the Bluetooth in your car automatically connects to whatever you were last watching or listening to on your phone? Yes. All right. Now that, that could either be a (laughs) a, a great convenience. If you're like in the middle of your favorite album or listen to a podcast in the shower, you hop out, you get ready, you get in the car and then boom, right back into it. Like, Oh, I remember what we're talking about or Oh great. This, this song fucking slaps. I love this record. Uh, but when, when, when the console in the center of your car reads and I quote, Tattooed goth milf destroyed in brutal three way and your volume in your car is at full blast with the windows down the neighbors outside You learn You learn a lot of things about yourself You learn about you learn like what kind of person you are like you turn the volume down right away Or do you or do you bask in it for a second and then watch them be appalled by it? So do you bask in the chaos
3: and just let it play out?
2: Yes, yes, like, yes, I have 100% yes. like snuck away to the bathroom to like pull one out at like 4 a.m. before and then when I get in the car same thing. Center console. It's like big fucking huge Come shot. And immediately it's like, oh! and it's and that's, that's like six 30 in the morning. And
3: I, I wish I had the strength to say, I turn
2: it down or or, or keep it on, but I turn it off. Immediately. Really? All right.
0: <laughs> I, I actually thought that noise you were making was you coming from the shame. Like it
3: just, it,
1: it just turned you on. You're like, Oh God, yeah. I'm so ashamed of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Second, secondary question. Have you, have you ever pulled one out at work while you're on the clock? Anybody? Um, No. No? Oh, he's laughing. He has. No.
0: He definitely has. Uh yeah. oh, oh. They no. say, totally they say, totally they say, they say like, I know bo- boss handle.
1: gets a dollar, I get a dime. That's why I poop on company time, like that whole Elmo meme. There ain't, no, <laughs> yeah. ain't nothing overshadowing pulling one out on company time. Let me tell you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Getting paid to coom. Now you're a porn star. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: See you on Pornhub, baby. Yeah. <laughs> See you on Pornhub, baby. Making $25 an hour to sling ropes. Could be more. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> Could be worse. See, I'm I'm the lucky individual
0: that's a never been caught jerking it uh, by by mother when I was living at home or wife uh, now in our in our marital home. <laughs> and I've also never walked into a situation where Bluetooth connects. Now, I have been very so we have a TV in the bedroom and I have come very close to like. I'm in bed, she's still in the living room, and I'm going to put some porn on or something and jerk it real quick, and I'm like, I'm going to cast it to the TV, and I've come, ooh, ooh, like a, like a cunt hair close to casting it to the wrong TV, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And being, yeah. And just
0: being like, what's up, mm-hmm. guess what, I'm watching it in the bedroom, although I feel like that would have played out in my favor, you know?
1: Uh, I'm going to tell you guys a story it's here. It's like a
0: this. siren song, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys you a story. You know what I'm doing, <laughs> get in here. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you guys a story that I should not tell you, and I'm gonna tell it before oh, I, I get cold feet.
2: Excellent. Okay.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> uh when I when I was a kid, uh I used to like you know, ever everyone everyone has that friend who had an uncle who like be Oh god be, who, who, who like <laughs> oh, no, okay. no, 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 uh, no, when no, I, when I was young, I had a friend who had, a, who had an uncle, we'll call him Uncle Brian, because fuck it. We use his real name. Okay. I don't know where he is now. He's never gonna hear this. <laughs> uh, and Uncle Brian gifted us a giant box of porn. And we're talking like it was his entire collection. I don't know what I don't know why he didn't need any more. Maybe he maybe he took maybe he like took all of his VHS tapes and gifted them to us because he got it all in Blu-ray again. I don't fucking know. But it was like all this weird porn from like the seventies, eighties up to like the mid nineties. It's like I was, his Magnum Opus. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, I don't know, like it's a, a, good move. a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Like I had just gotten my provisional license. Uh, but I mean, we live out in all nowhere, so we were just drive around anyway, breaking the law, breaking the law, uh, blasting yeah. Judas Priest, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, Uncle Brian gives us this giant box of porn. Well, the only VCR we had in my home when I was this age, because this is like, I don't know, it's a while ago, man. The only VCR we had was in our living room. I watched one of the most horrific, filthiest things I'd ever seen in my entire life. And came so hard that my skeleton was visible through every part of my body <laughs> to this tape. But but then but then like like you said the other day, Derek, like it's like it's like all the air, it's like you're in the vacuum of space and all the air is just sucked out of your body.
2: Yeah, you feel all the blood just gushing out of your muscles. There's this just like vacant erasure in your body. Yeah. You like get thinner for a second. Yeah, you get it's like incredible. pins and needles
1: in all your limbs. It's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh but then then. You know I'm like oh man life is great but the tape got stuck in the VCR oh no in the living room <laughs> I was raised by a single mother and this is the only like she was gonna watch the the beautician and the beast at some point or like her girl gold girls reruns <laughs> in that VCR and she was gonna like what well, what's this I can't get it out so you know what I did <laughs> I took that fucking VCR and destroyed it <laughs> to, get, to, get, move. to yeah. get the tape back out of it, like tore it open, got the tape back out, and then did the best I could I could do to put it back together, and then like a day or two later, like, hey, you know how the VCR is working? I'm like, oh, I don't know, mom, that's great. That's, that's, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's wild.
1: <laughs> it was
0: then that you realized that you got away with
2: it. I mean, it that's, just, that's how you get saved. That's how you never get caught coming. <laughs> you you got to go to great lengths sometimes. Break a VCR, crash a car, jump off a bridge. Yeah, I mean, you can it really, never get caught coming.
1: Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's like espionage. You know what I mean? It's, it's
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I I think the moral of the story is if you feel like you're going to get caught in an awkward situation, you just double down on doing whatever you need to do to get out of it. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Yeah, you fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, don't like be it, a human
2: it, being and like admit it. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, that yeah. just ruins it for the rest of us. Just, I think, just double I think, down. Think, Yeah,
1: if we've all learned anything in recent years is that accountability makes you a giant pussy. (laughs) 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 Welcome,
0: welcome, welcome to the Cynical Nerd episode seven. And once again, we're coming in with another ridiculous cold open. I am joined once again by Scott and Derek. My name is Chris because I fucking forgot that part. Derek, how are you doing today? Uh, Not too bad. Doing great. I'm
2: uh, (laughs) just just overjoyed. That this stressful election season is over. I'm ready to just talk about things like we always do. That's about it. Cool.
0: Scott, how about you?
1: I'm doing good, man. In, in your honor, I am uh, I am recording this podcast without pants on.
0: Oh, everyone's going to have seen that already. Yeah, that's because oh, okay. I'm
1: absolutely yeah. keeping that in. <laughs> okay, cool. Like 110%. Should I put my underwear back on now or should I just make soup? No. I think you should I think the shirt's
2: got to come off too, man. I, I think can't, you got to just ramp I, I it can't. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pucker up. I, I, don't think,
1: I don't think YouTube bans you for that instantly. Do they? No, no. No I, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Right? I I, don't, I know <laughs> Twitch if, like, if they see like you're going to find an, out an inkling of an areola, you're done. But I, I think on, I think on YouTube, if you put like a, a disclaimer up, you can even show your your little brown eye, right? Your little stinker. You can show <laughs> I your butt no on idea. YouTube. I'm doing. That'd be impressive. I'm, I'm lying. I'm, ma- yeah, I'm, 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 make, I'm making it up, but <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we got a Patreon for. You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and the and the OnlyFans that so we're not going to tell you how to get to it. You just have to go find it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, you I'm, have to I'm considering, considering it. making an OnlyFans that's just me watching porn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone's kid is watching someone else. Yeah, I was going to say, is In, it like watching there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's,
1: it's not even me like jerking off. It's just me like. Eating elaborate dinners I prepared <laughs> while watching porn. You know what I mean?
0: Do you have the, the video on screen too? Or is it just like a just this? Just like a webcam of you and you're just eating dinner and you can hear like fucking noises in no. the background and you're just cutting steak in half.
1: I think I think depending on what I can get away with, uh like what licenses I can get, it, it would be one or the other. If I if I could, I would have me down in the bottom left hand corner. Left left side, right. left side gang. Sorry guys. Uh yeah, it's always gonna be left side. Yeah. Uh, b- bottom left hand corner uh, and have the, the porn like big screen, full screen. Uh, but also at, at pivotal points, when I'm like enjoying the first bite of a juicy steak, it's just close in on me. You know what I mean? The porn is <laughs> inconsequential. It's in moment where I'm enjoying this delicious medium rare steak, this homemade baked uh, Buffalo chicken, mac and cheese, all these exquisite delicious. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think it should just be you. And, and if we want to come, <laughs> we got to see it in the reflection of your eyeglasses
1: <laughs> Oh, that's,
2: that's pretty pretty good. good. If yeah, yeah. show up and you're ready to come.
1: You got to work for it, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You gotta full screen it. You might have to use the yeah, magnifier I, I, on your computer.
1: I have to have that like thousand yards stare the whole time. Like I'm not flinching. Everything's <laughs> happening. i <I'm laughs> me be looking at it. I'm just I was watching. I
0: was gonna say yeah. they'd, they'd have to be like if you're moving your head at all, they're gonna have to like chase it around the fucking screen to find <laughs> out where. Like like they're about to, they're about to come and Scott like dips his head down to like wipe his nose or something. And like, ah, love,
3: motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. It's a slow news week. It's a slow news week. We have stuff to talk about. Don't get me wrong. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of shenanigans and and rants and offshoots. But, you know, with the election cycle wrapping up, like you said, there wasn't a whole lot of trailers to talk about. So really, we have some weekend review stuff to cover. And then uh, we have The Mandalorian uh, Season 2, Episode 2 to talk about. And I think we're going to also chit-chat a little bit about The Lost of Us 2, which is something we've been talking about Mm -hmm. offline for a while. I know uh, Scott and I have both... Finished it, uh, I think, when it came out, and then Derek recently just got through it. Um, So let's, you know, the most important topic of the week, uh, Scott. We found out something very horrific this weekend, and I'm not talking about the death of Alex Trebek. I'm talking about the origins. Even worse, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the origins of uh, manufactured or uh, synthetic vanilla extract. Do you do you want to share
1: with the group? Uh, I mean, it's my understanding that uh, beavers. Uh, extract a a a goo from their rectum uh, that that is is how artificial vanilla flavoring is made
0: yes We're, we're not making it up you should go google this and be horrified in your own right so my my immediate reaction was bullshit i've had vanilla before i know there are literally vanilla orchids there are flowers that it comes from lo and behold yeah they make sense. apparently because that's those plants are only grown in a very specific part of the world. I don't I'm mad at how much I know about this now, by the way, <laughs> I want you to fucking know that <laughs> apparently because this flower is only grown in like a specific part of the world. Like, you know, you call like some coffee Colombian if it's only grown in Colombia. This it's very expensive to get like legitimate and pure vanilla extract. So all I could say is like I'll never be able to watch Angry Beavers again. <laughs> never. It's, it's fucking, it's disgusting. Derek, when's the last time you had, uh, when's, the last, when's the last time you had beaver ass? Some beaver ass? Look, yeah. I, I
2: understand that, like, the reaction that you want, you want to be horrified by this, but I'm not. I'm not at all. I love vanilla ice cream, it, and it's expensive. If it was cheaper to just buy a beaver and have it shit into a bowl of ice, <laughs> I, I would do it 100%. Uh, there's a lot of, like, artificial <laughs> flavoring that has, like, gross shit behind it, and it's like, just forget about it. You know what's in Scrapple? It's horrifying. Just put it out of your mind and just eat the assholes. Just eat it. It tastes good. Whatever. That's it. I'm Scott's fine with this.
3: Tra-
2: I'm happier for it.
3: What's wrong, Chris? You all right? <laughs> Scott. This is terrible.
2: Oh, do you have been? Oh, God. Yes.
3: <laughs> He's been sibling the whole time. <laughs>
2: I can't breathe oh my god I'm sorry that's that's uh, that excellent was... <laughs> hey how's your beaver ass how would you rate it on a scale of one to ten
1: <laughs> I mean honestly Ooh, I'm, I'm completely unfazed by it uh, I mean that is that is Ugh. that is gross it raises a lot of questions but mainly like how do you figure that out who was going around is licking random animals assholes in the forest <laughs> and was like got it nailed it jackpot vanilla <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I think it was probably by like happenstance like some some gross dude was just grabbing like a beaver to try and, you know, I don't let's, let's be real, fuck it. And he, <laughs> when he goes to Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to you toss that sound for you, fuck it. When he, when he goes oh to right, lift that beaver up. We all know he's like, he's like "Oh my god. I had cake that tasted just like this the other day. It's a miracle." Uh dude, that that bit <sighs> that might not have been very entertaining on the audio version because I was just quietly sobbing the entire yeah, time yeah. but holy shit the fact that Derek I didn't sobbing. notice at
1: all and kept <laughs> talking while you were sobbing is my favorite thing that's happened so far today
0: uh, <laughs> I, I, I noticed you start to chuckle when you, when you realized that I was starting to notice what you were doing like I had to pull my glasses off <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck! All I can say is that is delicious, but it, it does feel a little bit like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like, you know, what I mean, like it's like <laughs> that, that equivalent of bestiality. It's, it's seven degrees of bestiality, basically. <laughs> OK, I'm not inherently disgusting or evil because I'm not performing a sex act on an animal, but some, right. somebody somebody kind of did. <laughs> yeah. And I just
2: have to say, whoever wrote like the, the topic in the doc, I'm just going to read it for you listeners. If you've ever enjoyed vanilla ice cream, you've committed a secondhand act of bestiality.
1: That was amazing! What a
0: fucking sentence!
2: (laughs) Thank
1: you, thank you. Really, really great. I thought it was you,
2: but yeah, it's it's
3: pretty good.
0: What a banger of a sentence! Can can you just can you just etch that into my fucking tombstone when I die? Yeah, like I want everyone to read that to to feel trapped by that sentence, like they can never
2: unsee it. Right.
0: Anytime they think of you, they have to think of that sentence
2: for the rest of their lives. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like your children and grandchildren are putting flowers on your tomb like on your tombstone, but they're just sobbing uncontrollably because they're yeah. so confused by it. They're like, oh, damn it. <laughs>
0: why would he do that? It's our family crest. <laughs> so, so I think about this the same way I think about hot dogs, which is that, I don't care. We've all had that uncle or aunt or maybe one of your parents that'd be like, oh, you like hot dogs? Like, do you know what's in them? And I'm like, I don't know. Delicious. <laughs> like what? <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit what animal parts they come from. As long as I can't tell what they are when I'm eating the fucking hot dog. Like, yeah, I'm fine with it.
3: Like,
2: yeah, if, there was, if there was an actual like asshole in vanilla ice cream, I'd be way turned off of it. But there's not. So it's OK.
3: If I, I found an actual- assholes
2: in there.
0: Must be opposites day then, because man, I'd get a raging hard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, like I don't know if you guys have ever had like. Again, we talked about last week. Like, when someone else buys you Chick Fil A, there's no guilt. But even even <laughs> even back even back before we realized that they that they invested some of like a percent of their profits in these horrible organizations, before we all knew that before that was commonplace information, we all went there all the time, and you know how fucking delicious their cookies and cream milkshakes are. We all oh. know. I could find an asshole in my milkshake and I would drink around it. I wouldn't give a fuck. That's how fucking good a Chick-fil-A <laughs> cookies and cream milkshake is. Uh, I don't know if it's the hatred that makes it so good. I don't know what they're doing, but it could be. It could be very much like the Salem witch trials, where women weren't actually witches, but they were putting their period blood in food and giving it to men to, to, <laughs> to cast love spells on them. Which I'm not. I'm not saying that genocide is is ever the answer. I'm not saying that burning someone at the stake is ever the answer. But uh, I won't even let somebody spit in my mouth, let alone put period blood in my fucking soup. So, I mean, I feel like I'm this saying, I can see where now, they're coming from. That's all I'm saying. It's just two it's, weeks it's,
2: in, a way, in a row, you're bringing up genocide.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got yeah, all those thoughts in there. You're in a slippery That's slip there. That's why we
2: skipped guys. Am I really intolerant? That's I why we just went right I, over there.
1: I, I don't think wishing weebs out of existence is genocide. I think they, it's a conscious choice to be a weeb. <laughs>
0: It's it's more about the way that you said if you could use Thanos Snap to get rid of any group of people, <laughs> hey, hey, be very careful. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, because I knew, I knew, I knew how you guys were gonna misconstrue that. But, but, I mean, what, my mind immediately goes to again people on cell phones in public on speakerphone, people who make like make weird uh, furry porn where are, there's always full diapers on the animals. I don't know why that stuff uh, exists, but y'all are out there hiding in the shadows. You don't know why they diapers
2: exist, so they don't shit on each other. Duh.
0: They don't want to get shit in their fur. Yeah, they only want it in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't want to waste it. Very specific requirement. <laughs> All right, on to some actual fucking news. Uh, before we spend the entire podcast talking about the secretions of beaver assholes and how they affect our daily lives. Um, Marvel's Avengers not doing so hot. Apparently uh, reporting results of about uh, reporting losses of about $63 million for Square Enix. Jesus. That's quite a chunk of change. Um, we've, I think we've all played it. Maybe Derek, have you played it? No, not yet. Nope. Okay. Okay. But you've seen enough of the gameplay footage. I'm sure to come to the same conclusions that I'm pretty sure Scott and I have, which is that, um, I don't know. It's kind of garbage. Like it, the, <laughs> we're, we were so close to seeing an ass. Right just, there. Just, just, you know just, just
1: getting my underwear back on boys. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> yeah. He
0: wasn't clung he, to he, your
1: seat a little bit. i've crossed
2: crossed
0: the line and i have to acknowledge it and correct it (laughs) okay fair you don't want to pull on some pud while you're (laughs) talking to us uh yeah so i mean the game's kind of i don't know kind of it's i don't know it's here's the thing it's kind of like destiny in the way where they go oh invest a bunch of time and it'll get good and uh one i'm not willing to do that because i don't have that kind of time and two I, i just I don't know. The looter shooter formula when there's no guns and you're doing like a beater brawler, beat up type game. It doesn't work for me. I played like, I don't know, probably 12 to 13 hours (coughs) of it. I would played a decent chunk of the campaign and some of the world (coughs) activities and I just, it fell flat for me. I didn't like it. I don't know, Scott, like you played it too, right? Like, where did you end up with it?
1: Uh, I'm in the same boat. Um, I think that the combat is fun. I think the story had potential to be interesting, but the problem was the loot system. Like 100% for me, that, that was the problem. Uh, I understand the, the need to offer people customization in a game like that, but I think you see in uh, Marvel Spider-Man the way that should be done, where you have different suits that give you different subsets of special abilities and things like that. Uh, yeah. but, but having to change out you know, what my pants are, my chest armor is, and my bracers every 30 fucking seconds, as I'm, like, and it's literally, they throw that much loot at you. It's, like it's overwhelming, and it's so much item management that it takes you out of the action constantly to make room for more shit that you don't want or need. Uh, aside from that, as f- I got I got about 12 hours before I got sick of of managing my inventory more than I was killing things. Yeah. Uh, and w- and what I played up until that point, it was it distinctly did have a decent story. It was cool to see it from uh, a new well, a new character, like a new Avengers perspective with uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah. But again, you have that giant action set piece in the beginning. And it is a little misleading when you spend the first half hour of the game doing what you want to do. What you've always dreamed of doing within this world and then backpedaling and spending hours and hours and hours to get a, a tiny taste of that again and again, it's just not fulfilling. It's not enjoyable. It felt like a bait and switch uh, to me, and it felt really disingenuous. I wasn't I wasn't happy with it, really.
0: Yeah, it's that's kind of it's exactly I mean, nail on the head, you know, and I'm sure I, I know Derek would feel the same way. It, yeah, uh, it about didn't the game.
1: like
2: I had seen videos of it. And obviously everybody knows how I feel about the MCU at this point. But the, the fact of the matter is that, is this honestly, like when the game is cheaper, I'll get it. I mean, it looks like it offers a certain amount of fun that I would absolutely have with it. But it seems like that runs out quick. And just from what you guys are saying, I i mean, that kind of supports that. Um, it seems kind of hack and slashy to me. And, uh, you know, le- leading up to its release, I was like talking all kinds of shit on it. And honestly, like two weeks before it came out, one day I was like, I've been talking shit on this game and I actually don't know anything about it. So let me actually like look up some of these uh, gameplay videos of it. And the combat seemed like it seemed fun, but not great. The boss battle seemed really repetitive, like like one pattern type shit over and over again. And again, like it's something I actually look forward to playing one day, but I just refuse to pay $60 for it. It does not look like a $60 game to me whatsoever.
0: No. Yeah, I mean, so, like, my my biggest problem with it early on is that they, how how do I put this? You know these characters, right? We know, that, uh, even if you are like Derek and, and aren't a huge fan of the MCU, like, you know what Captain America can do, you've seen how he fights, you know all these superheroes' powers generally, um, especially in the main tier of the Avengers, but with a game like this, they have to kind of lock some of those powers away behind a talent tree, right. which means that you feel like you're playing a shittier, more generic version of those heroes early on. And the combat is overly simplified because of it. And it does feel very, and I've, I've seen plenty of people. I mean, plenty say that the combat is really great later on when you've unlocked all the moves for the characters and you're in the end game and you're just grinding stuff. And that's all well and good, but I just, that's such a big ask. Like even, even, even one of you guys who doesn't have like a, a son running around the fucking house that requires you know, a a huge chunk of my time to like, you know, be a good fucking dad. Like, I don't have time to invest in this game to maybe get it to a place where it's going to be fun. You know, like Um, right right now it's a fucking snooze fest. So, yeah. And that's really like that's even we talk about this a lot, right? Like we've
2: talked about it with shows, you know, movies. It's like you shouldn't have to invest all this time into something before it gets good. It should be good right right out of the gate. Uh, and not to totally like veer off into a totally separate uh, subject, but that's the same thing like what you're saying with WoW. That's why a lot of people end up leaving World of Warcraft. Is because when you're 18 and you don't have anything better to do, you can come home and dump eight, nine hours into WoW. Um, whether you have kids or not now, when you're in your 30s, it's like there's no time for that. Like You can't do yeah. it. And so if you can only put in an hour and a half a night, what are you really going to accomplish anyway? And so, of course, people left. And I mean, in that case, they made it easier. They made it more accessible or whatever. But It's just crazy to me that that's still a model with so many games like destiny where it's like, Oh no, trust us. Once you dump 40 hours into it, uh, then you get the good gear. It's like, all right, well give me something (laughs) interesting to begin with. So I can like, you know, like you should be egged on toward that. Not just like, uh, uh, tens of hours of nonsense before you start getting into that stuff. It's, it's, it's a goofy model
1: to me. One of the biggest misses I think is that it's not, there isn't a multiplayer story mode. So much like there's end game content where you can do like basically essentially instances from my understanding. Uh, right. But as far as I got into the game, it didn't offer any multiplayer. You know what I mean, And like a game like this would work really well in the vein of games like old arcade style beat-em-ups like Turtles in Time or Streets of Rage or a better example would be like Gauntlet Legends. Remember those games on like PS2, oh, PS1? Oh, hell yeah,
2: I remember them. Something yeah. like oh, yeah. something
1: like that where you upgrade in that way. where yeah, it's it's generic for the first half an hour or so you're playing with two other people and riffing it and having fun and competing so you can get more kills and so on and so forth. So it that, that first little gap of time where you don't have all those abilities unlocked and not as powerful as you will be, don't feel like just an, a button mashing grind so much because right. there's, there's a whole, the whole other element to it when you're playing with somebody else. Uh, and I would say that it, I, I, I would say that I'm happy to see that people voted with their wallets and didn't purchase this. Uh, but at the same time, I think, I think it's, it's kind of damning because like this, this is what, would was expected to be a triple a like home run uh and when you see like when you see them make something like this and it fall flat on his face i feel like studios are going to view that as well we better not take any risks because even when we do yeah do it triple a no brainer we still don't make the money we want to make uh yeah I, I think it's a good thing that people are showing them that they're not just going to buy something cause it has a brand on it uh but at the same time i think i think a lot of these executives are so just detached from reality they're going to read it as an entirely different issue than what it actually is
0: yeah i mean we you know on on this podcast we've had a recurring theme of seeing a problem and saying i i think they're going to take the wrong message from that uh and i think i i agree with you 100 i think that's going to be the case it's unfortunate because it's almost like this game has been in development obviously for for years i mean a game of this size takes a long time and I wanted it to be really great. I wanted it to be really accessible to everybody because who doesn't want a good game featuring some of your favorite superheroes? Uh, and and I fear that they're going to go, well, this doesn't work, so we're not going to do it anymore yeah. in this fashion. I mean, an Avengers type game could absolutely work. I just I think they they went at it the wrong way. And I think it's because all these other studios, for better or worse, right? Because I don't think any of us here like Destiny. Uh, <laughs> fuck Destiny. Uh, for better or worse, Destiny is the looter shooter model that the other ones aspire to. Like, whether or not you think Destiny in and of itself works, they make plenty of fucking it's money. And they, a, yeah. and they have a solid fan base. Like, what you know, whatever you're into. I spend thousands of dollars
1: on nonsense.
3: <laughs> it drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah whatever you're in, If you like throwing your life savings away, there's better ways to do it. Like,
1: you could help put my son through college or something. Yeah, I mean, but hey, I yeah, mean, I'm not judging. If you want to sink thousands of dollars into something that's going to give you nothing in return, just start doing hard drugs. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. right. <laughs> Cause you'll get something
0: you'll have fun for a yeah. night or two, you know? Yeah. yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to uh, lose your wallet and he- help, help, uh you know, give to the, to the quickening of the, you know, the destruction of your body, then why not do it through a medium like destiny, you know, really. But I, I, what I was saying was like, I think they, I think they're looking at the destiny model, like Bioware did it with Anthem. They, they've tried to make it destiny. And the problem with that is that, I don't think the Destiny model works all that well. I think because it was the first one out of the gate. And at this point, they've got content because they've had the ability and time to make content. But like Anthony Anthem tried to come out the gate and compete with it. They weren't going to do it. It's, it's like World of Warcraft, it, but it's that's just a, a really genre. good analogy. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, it, it, it's the, yeah. the way a lot of like Rift
2: and shit like that tried to do the same thing, but a little different. And it never quite yeah. works as well as the original. I never really thought about it like that. That's actually a great point.
0: I mean, really, the only MMO that's even come. Uh, close to WoW's success has been Final Fantasy, and and I mean the numbers are still night and day. I mean if you look at like subscriber base numbers, even at the 16 fucking year mark for WoW, yeah. and it, let's let's be real, like Scott and I like WoW a lot. Um, Derek, I I know you like at least classic. I'm not sure you feel about retail, but like it's old, and they still do some things that are dumb, and it, it's it feels exactly the same as Destiny to me, and all these other companies are just trying to emulate it. And, I, you know, I don't know. It's fucking not going to work. And it's, yeah. I think really, ultimately, the loser is going to be us because they're just going to stop making them thinking they don't make money. Yeah. So now that we've ended on, uh, that on a roll yeah, downer note, destiny. Yeah. Like, remember, remember just X-Men so Legends? Forced. Like, that game was so good. X-Men Legends X-Men is such Men a beat-em-up. Yeah, it, it was one of those beat-em-up, like, uh, not PS. I think it might have been PS3, but it was, you know, like, you, you, it's literally just a Turtles in Time type, like, beat-em-up okay. with. With X-Men Heroes, it's super fucking fun. Champions of, uh, was that Norath? So some game like that, it's very similar where it's like some goofy characters and you upgrade gear, but the mm-hmm. whole premise of it is fucking shit up with your friends and having a good time. Yeah, that's exactly. The, what
2: there was one called like Marvel. It was just like a straight Ult- Marvel one. Where Ultimate Alliance. That. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance. yeah the first two were like yeah, good. They were dumb, but
0: they were good. They were yeah. fun. They did yeah. what they tried to do. Yeah, yeah. same type of game. Uh, X-Men Legends is, is very similar yeah. to, to Ultimate Alliance. It, it just came out first. Um, All right. So that being said, Square Enix losing a bunch of money. They have been releasing some new content, but they're not doing all that great. Uh, Next up, we have so N7 day just happened and they announced they're going to be doing a Mass Effect remaster for the original trilogy. It's going to be coming out, I think, uh, spring 2021, judging by the article. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the juicy bits of info before we talk about the games as a whole and a very broad scale uh, is that they're, they're, they have a veteran team at Bioware working on the next chapter of the Mass Effect universe, which is interesting to me for a couple of reasons. Well, um, before we get into that, um, how do you guys feel about the the remaster news? Are you excited? I'm overjoyed. Uh, I've actually been waiting for this. Somehow,
2: after all this time, and I know somebody's going to end up tweeting me and spoiling it for me, that's fine. Uh, I've made it this whole time. I don't know what happens at the end of three. I have no idea. I know it was this big controversial thing when it released. Um, and I still don't know. I've been wanting to replay the trilogy um, for like years now. But one is like an unplayable mess to me. I know like diehard <laughs> Mass Effect fans will like, oh, well, you just rough through it. I can't. It's terrible.
0: Yeah. If you go back, yeah, the systems are not designed well. It's, and if you try to go back good. and play it. Yeah. When it came out, it was fine. It was great. Uh, yeah. But, but <laughs> I guess like the hardware matched the software
2: at that point or something. But at this point, it's not It it, it doesn't do it. So I'm, I'm like overjoyed uh, and we've actually had for uh, me and Veronica for like months now. This bet where like she didn't think this was happening and I did. and I'm like, look, if they announce it, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play through all of them. Um, they're definitely dialogue heavy and that can turn a lot of people off. That can turn me off of a lot of games sometimes. I think the world they take place in is so fucking interesting. The music and atmosphere and tone is so good that it kind of makes up for it. I'll admit, like, sometimes you sit down and you, and you just want to shoot stuff, um, and then you end up going through these long conversations, um, and it can kind of... I don't know. But I feel like it balances out enough. I'm, I'm super psyched. That's, that's how
1: I feel about it. How about you, Scott? Uh, I had the same problem. Like, I, I tried to play Mass Effect 1, I think around the time that Andromeda came out. I was, like, I was like, I never really gave these a fair shot. They looked a little bit... I don't know. They looked like they were like more trouble than they were worth to me. Uh, And when I dove into it, man, like the story did seem like it was interesting, but again, the systems were really clunky and it seems like it's just this massive expanse of never ending fetch quests, like all these side missions. And I just got, I just got lost in the universe, like raiding planet after identical planet, freeing people from pirates and harvesting resources. And I just kind of, I got burned out on it. There was was so so many things to do that it was almost like a curse. Like there's too much. And even the main storyline doesn't feel satisfying enough for me to like really push forward with that after a certain point. Um, I mean, I'll definitely give the remasters a shot, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, it's one of those things where the people who swear by it fucking, like they doubled down. They're so (laughs) aggressive about how much they love this game. So there's gotta be something to it. Uh, it's possible that it's just not for me, but I can't, I can't say that I was ever able to get past the things I didn't like about the first one and give the series a fair shot as a whole. So I'm excited. I'm excited to, to see if I can make it through round two.
2: Yeah, the first one is definitely the jankiest. I would I would recommend at least playing two. Like, I played through all of two, and it was incredible. Yeah. And I played through, like, the first half of three, like, a number of times, and something always ended up happening where I didn't <laughs> finish it. But one and two are, like, it's, they, there is so much daylight between them as far as, like, playability, so.
1: I, yeah, I like the I, decisions and, carry over from game to game. I think that's yeah. a cool concept, man. Yeah. Wow
0: yeah so i mean um i was i i've played through all of them uh no surprise it i mean really it's it's the like the it hits all three pillars of of like what gets my fucking dick hard which is like a giant classic rpg formula where you know that you've got to assemble a fucking crew and then they force you to get to know everybody and do like smi- like like uh crew member specific storylines to kind of get them like fully on your side you know that shit and then you so it's it's almost like a the it's like the, one of the earlier forms of like checklisting in video games where you're like, well, do you want to go into the final battle without having done all of the missions for these people because they might not make it through? Like, they, you know, the yeah. kind of like storylines of if they're going to survive and all that shit depends on how much you put into each of these people. So that's one of the giant pillars. The other one is, is, uh, space and space travel and space. And I just love anything that takes place in, in fucking yeah. space. I romanticize space, uh, very hardcore. Like that's, That's my shit. That's why I'm always down to watch a fucking space show, uh, a a television show based on space. um, You know, and and then the third pillar is just one of those giant fuck off video games that I can dump, you know, 80, 90 hours in. And I I remember playing the original game on Xbox 360 uh, at my mom's house in my bedroom just every night for like two fucking weeks, just dumping massive fucking hours into that game. Um, you know, come, come in big loads. I was gonna as, say, as every say. time you
1: said dump
2: it, I was waiting for you to say loads. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's well, you you, dump you massive, get to fuck whoever you want. That's also another. Yeah. Well, that's I the mean, fourth and, a,
0: and, as a, and as a teenager, that was, you know, Did, I always went with Liara. I'm always going to fuck the blue course, chick. Right. You know? Okay. C- because we all know that if, if someone says they really like space, what they really mean is they really want alien pussy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They really oh, want,
1: that, they yeah. want that, blue, that blue puss. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah. No, I mean, I pff, we can't talk about the ending of three because you haven't played it, but sorry. No, 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 that's fine. I'm just trying to figure out. One and two, like you said, well, and three, take all of your choices into account and and the world is different because of them. And that's one of those like fallout mechanics or it's not specific to those games, but it's one of those aspects of the giant RPGs uh, that I really love. And three just disappointed a lot of people in the end. And that's really all I can say about it until you play through it. But I was mostly okay with it. They actually released a patch. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but they, so the game came out and they had the ending and a lot of people freaked out and then they released like a, a, an actual like game patch, like an addition where they put extra stuff in the end.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, Leviathan which was or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I, I don't know. I forget what it was called, but yeah, they, it was a separate thing. And then people were, some people were still not happy because you can't fucking please everybody. And, and look, it's like an, it's an impossible battle because you're trying to please millions of fans around the world who all have unique progression paths through these three games yeah, yeah. and all expect very specific things out of the ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm also excited about the news that they're working on the next chapter. And, and like Scott said, you mentioned Andromeda. I, uh, Andromeda was not well received. I liked it. And I understand this probably my space RPG bias. Uh, but I, I thought it was fun and it at least, the thing about it is, when you played one, oh, two, you three. Mean you meant your
2: space RPG? Okay, I thought you were saying MySpace, one word RPG oh, bias, yeah. and I'm like, I don't understand that joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, MySpace RPG bias. It's a you know, it's on my resume for <laughs> right next to OCD is MySpace RPG bias. Um, <laughs> so when you've played in that world and you're so invested in those original games and the universe that they take place in, like I, you just want more of it. So yeah, andromeda wasn't perfect, but like. I, I don't know. I still liked it. It was janky as fuck though. You guys remember all the, the fucking memes of like horrible face animations yeah. from Andromeda? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh,
1: it was bad. Yeah. No, I remember uh, that. I thought you were gonna say, I was, I thought you were gonna say something about the gameplay. I was like, Nope, never touched it. <laughs> I actually thought the, the game gameplay is pretty I, good. Yeah. The
0: it's, gameplay is great. Like pretty tight. they carry, you know, they carried on the mass effect three where they had, like, they were just refining it and making it more fun. The combat's fine. it's no, no problems with that. But your opinion um, on it,
2: like v- Veronica is a super fan of mass Effect. Like uh, mainly the trilogy, but she says the same thing about Andromeda that people kind of went a little too hard on it. Like it wasn't yeah. great. But it really wasn't the worst fucking thing in the world. Oh definitely so, not, no. And I, I played I played a good amount of it when it when it dropped. And yeah, I mean I, I think when it dropped like literally that first week it was really buggy. But after that they patched a lot of it out. Because by the time I played it, it was there was every now and then you can't you ran into something that sucked. But um the 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 actual gameplay, like the action of it was fun as shit. Like it was a good time. But
0: yeah, I don't know. That one I, I never beat fun. either. So fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's that little asshole I was missing. How you doing, buddy, big, big guy? What's up here? You <laughs> still drinking he's that good, vanilla? He's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. Just had to get a little a, right. an extra shot in my cup here. Got to get a little more asshole in here. Big sip. I'm ready to go. Big
1: sip. There you go, bud. <laughs> he likes it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's kind of fucked up. You're making him drink his own spunk, basically. <laughs>
1: not spunk it's his stuff. Well,
0: uh, well oh yeah because that's way better
1: <laughs> i mean probably i don't know i don't know what you
0: should make we should make should make, uh, make a new celebrity death match show in it but it'll just be like bodily fluids like spunk <laughs> Be death what's versus the worst, worst to drink what's the worst to snort? Oh.
3: oh my god snort man. huh
0: um okay so there's <laughs> the next article is only here for a joke but before i get to it gonna edgy a little further i actually forgot to to put this in the doc but I saw some news about a show on HBO called His Dark Materials, and I thought, hmm, I've heard about this book series before, uh, Northern, the Northern Lights Trilogy, I think it's called. I, I did a little bit of Googling just to make sure I wasn't a complete uh, ignorant son of a bitch on it. Um, I had never. I, they made a really shitty movie, or at least I heard the movie was really shitty a while ago based on the same topic.
1: That was the, uh, the gold uh, compass, right?
0: Yeah, Golden Compass, because yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, OK. I and, didn't realize. Yeah. And then they it the made it, which was not well received. No. And then they made this show on HBO, which I had heard was was good. I just I never watched it. Never had any inkling to watch it. But the news article was season two for the show comes out November 16th. It comes out, in, uh, you know, next week. And uh, the season three is already rumored to go into production. So there's got to be something there. Like someone's enjoying it enough for them to keep greenlighting a s- CGI heavy show. Yeah on HBO. So I decided to watch the first episode um, and it's weird and I liked it, but I, I'm not sure if I like it just because it's so weird and therefore kind of intriguing. Cause I want to know what the fuck is going on in the world. Uh, did, did, did uh, Scott, did you skim it? No, I actually sat down and watched it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And Derek, did you watch it too? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested to hear what you guys think about it. Scott, what did What'd you like?
1: Uh, What'd you not like? I mean, there's there's really nothing that I didn't like. To be honest with you, there was nothing that I was that stood out to me that had me like cringing or uh, rolling my eyes. Like everything about this show, from like the visuals, were incredible. The music was was wonderful. The casting. it looked great. The casting, yeah. It, it looks like it looks like it's literally a giant like master cut length Lord of the Rings trilogy divvied up into ten. Like it looks beautiful. It's shot so it well. It's, yeah. it's casted like like the acting was good. Like, um. I don't, I don't really know much about the world it's like it doesn't really dive too deep into it i don't know what, right. i don't know what the, the significance of dust is yet really uh right but it, so i looked
0: i looked up dust because i'm i like to spoil it, things is it, is it like
1: spice should i just stop giving a fuck about it right now is it? Is it spice from fucking yeah do they get high from Dune? It. yeah uh, no it's
0: not <laughs> it's not spice but it's also not really like a it's not like a reveal so i'll probably tell you guys what it is after you finish talking
1: um it just it seems like it's really well done and uh I don't know. man. I mean, like a lot of stuff on HBO does seem like e- like even when they go big with their budget for CGI, it still looks a little like, <laughs> you know, like n- not quite there. This looked like yeah. I was in, like I felt like I was sitting in a theater watching this episode. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely could see myself binging it all before season two drops.
0: Yeah. And I mean, before I have Derek share his thoughts, I mean, it, not not only does the CGI look good, but you're talking about doing CGI animals, which. Yeah arguably are even harder yeah. than like just cgiing a fucking backdrop in or or some cars or some shit that we you know have reference for because you and I remember when this show was about to come out watching some special on like how intricate like this armored bear was. Who was yeah, in the trailer Yeah, bear. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, re- I don't remember where I saw it, but I remember watching like a special about it, like how crazy the CGI was. And I was like thoroughly impressed by how much money it looked like they were dumping into this yeah. show, which by all means, I-, I was like, does this have a built in fan base? I mean, I guess it does because of the books. Um, um, Derek, how did you feel about it? So,
3: uh, Scott, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah, I just
1: want I I to say one more thing. Uh, yeah. w- one thing about this that, that I noticed, like, is the world building is very subtle. And very, mm-hmm. it seems like it's very—it's just very well done. They're not shoving things down your throat. They're using common terminology to them without like literally spelling it out for you. And they let you—they yeah. let you put the pieces together naturally through the dialogue. They don't. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's like when it's like when somebody's in a movie and, and like they—they they call it, like brother, like like they like I, I could have fucking figured that out in five more minutes if you didn't fucking spoon feed it to me like I was a toddler. Yeah. Uh, and this show does this, <laughs> this show does that very well where like it just like breezes things go about as if you're not watching. And it just lets you put it together yourself. And it's just, it's really well-written so far. I'm excited to see it.
2: Yeah. How did you feel about it, There, First of all, just just off of that point, I agree with that. One thing that I noticed, it's actually kind of crazy you mentioned that. I thought it was cool how um, there was like two times uh, in the first half of the episode where they had mentioned this thing that's like Scholastic Sanctuary or whatever. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's something that we can't, you know, um, can't abuse or whatever. I just thought that that was a cool way to let the viewer know that there's some, like whatever's happening at Oxford is very, like it's sort of teetering on the edge of oblivion, um, without actually having a character turn towards the fucking camera and like explain it in detail. I thought that was really neat. Um, there's enough going on in that show. Like my overall opinion of it, there's enough going on it that I, I like, I have to watch a couple more episodes. Um, (laughs) definitely some cheese in there, like a little bit, but there's enough really good things happening. Um, for one, the DOP is excellent looks like a Terrence Malick film. Um, It's very high and tight. It's very like, uh, like the voices are all very like reverb heavy. It's very real. You feel like you're there. Um, The world it takes place in is really cool. I love that, you know, in the intro, it says like this takes place in a world that's very uh, similar to our world and very different from our world. And it really does kind of feel like places like London are in this fantasy world. Right. Um, it feels like we're just like 20 universes over or something like there's enough there that you can recognize and enough that you can kind of marvel at and be amazed by the concept of like demons, how you have this external soul who takes the shape of an animal is just awesome. Um, yeah, and I'm ready to watch James McAvoy in fucking anything, dude. Yeah. He is yeah. just incredible. He's just a great actor. Um, so, like I said, like there's a couple I felt like the episode dragged on a little bit towards the end. And there's like little knickknacks here and there that I'm like, ah, this is a little cheesy. It's a little but there's too much interesting stuff happening for me to not see what direction it goes in. So yeah, I, I, I'm I'm
0: hyped for it. Yeah. 110%. I, I agree. I, I was happy that I decided to watch this just because of this news because I yeah, I literally at the bare minimum, I think three or four episodes is what I'm going to have to watch, yeah. even if I actively start disliking it because yeah. I need to know what's going on. Like like you said, Scott, they do very, very smart storytelling where it'll happen naturally through conversation yeah. uh, and they'll just kind of explain something or or they don't explain it yeah. and they just infer it. Yeah, like they just have a they have a ceremony for this kid and yeah. what looks to be like a basically a gypsy camp almost um, of people who are aside from like the normal civilization and they're like, Oh, you know, your demon settled on the form of a Hulk. Like it seemed, and, and you can see it earlier on because the kids are running around the uh, college and the animals are like shape-shifting. Yeah. And apparently like that, that daemon, like the form they settle in is, is meaningful. And you know, it's, it's really, it's really, it's just really fucking neat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you said, I, I, I didn't know anything about the series going into it. Um, so so the setting is not what I expected and that kind of caught me right off guard. Like the whole
1: similar, but not similar thing. It, um, is ahead. I'm sorry. It has like, to me, it had a very similar Harry Potter style feel like in the architecture and the way it was shot and the, the lighting. It kind of, it kind of, it, it, yeah, it, it, it kind did. of reminded me of like a lot of those scenes from the earlier movies where he's a kid exploring Hogwarts and Hogwarts in of itself feels like it's this terrifying thing. At certain parts, they, they wander around a corridor and they're in immediate danger. Uh, it, right. it kind of Like it, it had that kind of like cool aesthetic to it, but it also, uh, again like I can't I, I hate to like tell like I'm repeating myself but the the way that they introduce like certain things in the universe they'll 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 throw it throw uh a, a phrase out there casually and leave you like wondering what the what the fuck does that mean and then later you you see it in a in a visual form without them even really like sitting down and explaining it. Again. You know like like yeah which is
2: just, excellent storytelling because yeah, yeah, it, it, it really otherwise is. it makes the viewer feel like they think you're an idiot or something. Yeah yeah
1: like they, <laughs> they 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 have you asking questions and then the questions answer themselves in a way that feels very natural and not for for, formatic at all. You know what I mean? Like that was one of its biggest strengths, I think.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the other, the other like storytelling through conversation part that stuck out to me was they're in the, the catacombs and the little girl is like, you know, why, why do we have bones left over when we die, but our demons just disappear or something. And I'm like, Oh, that's fucking cool. Like, you know, they just keep, they keep giving you enough through conversation of, Hey, this is how the world's not the same from yours. And this is what you should know about like the rules of the world, and and then you find out the really bonker shit. Uh, You find out, uh, you know, James McAvoy is coming back from some expedition to the north, and I don't know what the fuck's going on up there, but he's got a picture of Aurora Borealis, and they're all checking it out, and then he flips some fucking Instagram filter on, and there's a city in the fucking clouds, and I'm like, what is that? Yeah, and they start. That's where you're talking about this classic Sanctuary. They're talking about like this is heretical, and we can't have this conversation. And I was like, I'm fucking in, boys. Like. Give me some, give me some weird multiverse shit. And you guys are not supposed to be talking about it. I'm fucking, I'm down, I'm down hundred yeah. percent. So the fact that I have at least a season to watch and then another one's coming out soon, if I continue to like it. Yeah. And everybody's uh,
2: voice, like every actor they picked, like when you guys watch the set, if you didn't notice it in the first, just pay attention to it in the second, every fucking voice in that show is like a joy to listen to. Like it's, they all <laughs> have just excellent voice. They all sound like voice actors. Like it's just, yeah. just booming yeah. fucking voices. It's incredible.
0: I also didn't realize that the the Damons, uh talk right away because they me don't either. really yeah. show it. You know, like the kids are running around, and then all of a sudden, I forget who it was, but someone was just started talking, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, it was James McAvoy." Yeah, yeah, so the he's on the, the mountaintop. Show. Yeah, she's she, like, "I'm like who the, the, the fuck north fuck side is I was talking." Like, Whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so basically, what we're saying is Scotts
1: Damon is the Beaver, and uh, he <laughs> don't, don't put that mantle on me. Bro. Don't don't you put that <laughs> I mean... Ricky Bobby evil bullshit on me. I mean, he's behind you. Yeah, so he's hanging out.
2: He hasn't (laughs) talked yet, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's true. He doesn't talk. Uh, And if that's the final form of my demon, I might as well jump out the second story window right fucking now. (laughs) And
2: break your ankles? It's only the second story. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're fine. I'll break my ankles and then crawl into the street and wait to get hit by a car. How about that?
0: Is your
2: beaver going to carry you back upstairs? (laughs) No,
0: no. No, that's the point. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so... I'm glad you guys all watched it. Uh I was going to watch it regar- uh, regardless just so I could, you know, mention this news and not be a total uh cretin and have no background for it. I'm going to continue to watch it. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I agree the first one felt to drag a little bit towards the end, but I think they they were really just trying to like set properly set the stage and go, there here's all these story threads and now we're off to the races. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, I'm I'm on board so far. And that's so, so season two comes out November 16th. And then they are apparently starting production on season three now, which shows a great sign of confidence by HBO to dump all that fucking CGI money. Um, all right. Next up in the list. <laughs> so look, <laughs> Stargirl is something I have not watched and I probably will not watch it. Uh, I've, I've surprisingly heard good things about it, but I'm probably just not. I'm just not on board. I don't. The costumes look worse than the worst thing I can think of on the CW. And I just I have no appetite for it. But I have a question for you guys, which is if you had to summon, let's say you ate total hypothetical, a Pizza Hut pizza, right? And that Pizza Hut pizza, you ate it and you immediately started to get bubble guts. And you know what I'm talking about, like gurgling. You know, you're going to run to the bathroom in a minute. If you had to summon a superhero to help you with that, what? (laughs) What? What would the base of that superhero's powers
1: be? Uh, That of Pepto Bismol. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: you were right. You guessed correctly.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, th- so Thunderbolt is basically a flying Pepto Bismol uh, commercial. <laughs> and, and I don't know what like what the fuck. Hell, like, it's a little over the top, right? Like it. I'm all for like Suicide Squad going real hard on the goofy costumes. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, you're paying homage to the comic books. This motherfucker is a flying pink
1: mass of a dude. Yeah. what? What's great casting though. Jim Gaffigan is a translucent <laughs> pink marshmallow as it is. Like you don't even need to CGI him. Just put him in a genie costume. A, by, by the way, this, this is essentially like a magical being that lives in a fucking pen. And they've had, yeah. they've had this pen for all of season one and no one's pushed it. Like, I know we don't we don't yeah. we don't write checks to pay for things anymore, but you don't but you, you wouldn't fucking you like, why do you carry a pen if you don't need a pen? No one's used the pen in the entire first season. I did think you.
2: that was a little weird, like the, yeah. the way they post in the article. Yeah. It's like, who knows how long into season two <laughs> until they click that pen? I'm like, wouldn't it be the first fucking minute of the first episode? Like, why else do you have a pen?
1: Yeah.
0: If it sits there I, for half a season, holy shit. As soon as I read this casting and I, I heard about the pen thing, all I could think all I could think of for the cold open of the show in season two was her going <laughs> and then just hearing Jim Gaffigan go
3: ha pocket. Yeah.
1: <laughs> why I like that why is he in the show? He's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Cause he's not,
1: he's not. I'm sorry, Jim Gaffigan he's is the totally most not. one note shitty like people who only yeah. fuck no, no, people no. only fucking missionary think Jim Gaffigan's funny. People who yeah. think Applebee's Ooh, is a fancy night good. out think Jim Gaffigan's funny.
0: Oh, is this like a? You might be a redneck if. Yeah, is that like the same <laughs> thing? It's,
1: it's, you might be a middle class, white bread piece of a dumb hunk of shit if you think Jim yeah. Gaffigan's funny.
0: That's
2: hilarious. Yeah. He's been uh, telling I've, jokes about being pale for twenty years. Yeah, like it's new every time. <laughs> bro, get time. a fucking get tan, it. dude. Like this Mitsu, try. asshole. Yeah. I don't have a yeah. career over it. Shut up. Thank yeah, God. really.
1: He, he's, he's like the he, worst. he's the he's the pasty dat fan. Remember dat fan? Whose entire entire repertoire is him. I'm just gonna look it up. Making racist jokes about his own parents and doing like that voice where it's like, even immigrants think that voice is too much, bro. Like even immigrants <laughs> are like cringing like, that's a stereotype, huh? That's really fucking rough. And that's- <laughs> oh, you're, really, you're really doing that, huh? Yeah, yeah, oh man.
3: Uh, it's so oh, clown and sinker on he's that just,
1: he's, he's been one note. Like he's he's been one note for his entire career. Like I I get it, man. Work with what, I mean, work hey, with, work with what you got. And if dumb people are willing to pay for it, then get get her done. Yeah, but shut uh, uh, you know the. I mean? Damn, that's yeah. Damn, <laughs> All right, I was gonna say
0: he's really he's really pandering to his demographic of like middle aged white suburbanite yeah. uh, households that that find that shit hilarious. People who
1: don't take their underwear off and just pull their penis through the hole in their boxers to have sex think Jim Gaffigan's funny. Oh, <laughs> it, that makes it's such a mess. one of those mess, things though. that like
0: Gen
2: X just like embrace. Gen X is the worst fucking generation. Okay, all right, they're just the worst. They're just there and they buy awful shit. And then like those industries get richer because of it. Jim Gaffigan is a fucking Gen X comedian and they keep buying his shit. That's why he's still relevant. That's why he's still around. That's why he's fucking Thunderbolt in this new show. It's Gen X. <laughs> that's my Thanos I mean, snap right there. Gen X.
0: Uh, oh, I mean, ooh, I'm man, all, that's, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's real dark. Oh, Jesus uh,
0: Christ. But, uh, what, what I what mean, I I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Go ahead. Finish it up. Uh, because I, I have one more like outro thing to say, and then we'll move on. Okay. Uh,
1: what what I will say is he does have a very unique voice, so for him to play a CGI character makes more sense than for him yeah. to be on on screen in any other form. But uh, at the same time, though, like I just want to say that because of the conversations <laughs> we've had over the last few weeks, since DC Universe has made its, its seamless transition to HBO Max, I have dove in headfirst to all these DC shows, uh, and all I can say is it is so fucking brazen of them to have already doubled down on star girl for season two, when literally every show from, from the dialogue to the acting to the costumes is an unforgivable shit show. I tried to watch Titans (laughs) and made it 20 minutes into the second episode before I had to tap out. I've tried to watch Batwoman twice now. I still haven't made it past the the end of the first episode. And I just, I don't, I don't get it, man. It seems to me that the most compelling and genuine thing on that entire, or that, that exists on that entire platform. Say w- was the Harley Quinn animated show where oh. where I will say where I will say the relationship between Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn the romantic relationship is one of the best written romances I've seen in comic books in like 30 fucking years in my entire lifetime of reading comics with the exception of the, of the, of, of the Cyclops Jean Grey and Wolverine Love Triangle which was always kind of forced and if you want to fuck the bad boy do it man Cyclops would probably be into that shit.
3: <laughs> He'll he's is he, probably going cuck it from the, the corner. Only and cuck he, it. Yeah. he yeah he
1: would cuck it but he can't watch cuz he just incinerate them with his laser eyes. He can't watch it. has to listen. And like try to try what to, call to, him to cut- try, try to rub a sad button off face in the corner. Does cutclops work at all? Yeah, that, it does. Can we call them that yeah. Kuklops? Kuklops. Episode seven, cutlips. Oh, no. well, I'm going to do it.
2: I'm going to see if I get further than you in in Teen Titans and, yeah. and uh, Batwoman. I'm going to do it. I,
0: I would say the only thing I would recommend either of you watching. I could have told you not to watch them. Like I, mean, I, I you, told no, you, you not to you watch did, Teen Titans. Did, I tried. I felt
1: like I had to at least try.
0: <laughs> um, you should. I'm definitely going to finish Doom Patrol because that show, besides I should, having I like. Besides having like shitty costumes, but like you just have to, you have to forgive it it's because funny. the show is is just fun. Yeah. The writing's fun. It's it's weird as fuck. Like, yeah. uh, not not to spoil anything major, but like the whole like first story arc takes place with like the inside of a fucking donkey. <laughs> yeah, and it's as Into it's it. weirder than you even think from hearing me say that out loud. Yeah, what?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first episode and I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, we maybe it's like the first story
0: arc. It's like the first like three episodes. Uh, yeah, it's not the first episode. Is there any
1: flavor you can harness from the inside of a donkey? <laughs> uh, if you could, I
0: feel like it would be like caramel. I want I want legitimate answers. What do you guys think would be coming out of a donkey
1: something, right now on the spot? Something spicy, like hobbit, like habanero. Essence. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I say, Yeah, it's like donkeys that 100% have hot farts. Like, there's no way they don't. Yeah. And
0: they're all a little wet,
1: just a little <laughs> yeah. like like every, every time a donkey
0: farts, it's potentially an emergency. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, OK, so the last. So, yeah, I just wanted to give a brief overview. And you actually, the point I was going to make about Jim Gaffigan and only his voice being used was, you made that point. So, the only thing I will say, just in case anyone is legitimately curious, Thunderbolt is a pink electrical imp in the land of Bodnesia. What the fuck? He has the ability to grant wishes, but as his bio states, the wishes he grants often cause more, more trouble than the wish asker would ever expect. I don't even know...
1: Oh, so it's the old monkey's paw thing. He's a monkey's paw, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. He's a monkey's paw. Um, well, That's all I'll say about it. I mean, look, I...
1: I would pay I would pay to see Jim Gaffigan as the voice of the evil genie from Wishmaster before I'd pay to see this. If you're going to do, do the whole, like, wishes will betray you thing, make Jim Gaffigan yeah. the big bad who's, like, dismembering people leprechaun style. And I'm here for <laughs> it. Imagine a horror movie where Jim Gaffigan is the antagonist. Think about it. I I'd pay money that's to
2: see him just be not done up in any kind of costume, and he's not just a VA. He's just Jim Gaffigan. Like, that's who Jim he Gaffigan. is on the show. They click the pen, and then just Jim Gaffigan <laughs> is behind you. Like, do you want any wishes granted or anything? <laughs>
0: Hey, uh, yeah, I can hear his voice in my fucking head. He has a pocket uh, (laughs) protector. It's a nightmare. It's. Oh, fuck. All right. uh, Moving along. The next thing up on the dock, it is actually a trailer. The trailer for the Lego Star Wars holiday special that we talked about an episode or two ago has released. And I just I'm going to start with my opinion first and then let uh, you guys both go. It was a fucking joy. And look, like if you you remember like the Lego movies and the charm they had. If you just translate that to star Wars, it's basically like robot chicken light. Like there's no horrible, like incest jokes or like Palpatine getting hammered. But like, it, it was just a lot of fucking fun. And the trailer was exciting. And like, I'm just, I'm going to watch it. Cause it looks, it looks fun. It's obviously geared towards kids, but like, look, yeah. I, I'm still fucking 16 on the inside. So, you know, I'm, it looks fun. what do you guys think about it? Uh, I, was
2: absolutely in love with it i thought it looked incredible (laughs) i already expected it to be good and it was even better than that i really don't know what to say about it what we haven't already said about it so i'm just going to say my two favorite parts uh were for whatever reason in this recent like blast of star wars content we're getting my favorite thing is when they just have two stormtroopers just like throwing out like it feels like every <laughs> yeah, piece of media yeah, that had yeah. that and the part it's where they're like good. pod racers jinx oh! go double jinx yeah. I don't know that was just like <laughs> hilarious to me and then of course the very end where just like my son I mean my these binary sons I just thought those two jokes were like <laughs> yeah. fucking incredible Dude. I don't know what else to say about it it looks really good
1: there's a lot of stuff in there for long time fans even though this is clearly geared towards kids like the, right. the old Han and young Han but you want to shoot first or should I like that whole little yeah. bit had me <laughs> yeah. dying uh, seeing like the the subtle dots, like the Max Rebo band in there was really cool. Yeah. Um, it's I mean it just it's gonna be silly. It's not something that I think anyone should take seriously. I guarantee you there's gonna be someone out there who just who has the potential to suck the joy out of anything that hates it for whatever reason yeah. they want to find to hate it. But it just looks like it's gonna be smile ear to ear the entire time. If you're a, if yeah. you're a longtime fan, it just looks like it's gonna be fun. There's no, there's nothing to dislike about the trailer.
0: Yeah. It it just looked like a a. a... Blasty blast, if you will. Um, So there's something introduced in Star Wars Rebels that I think is being used here. And I know you I don't think you guys watched it, but there's um, if you there's something they used. It's a it's a spoiler. But, you know, the last season stopped quite a while ago. There was something they used that was very interesting that basically introduced the ability for Star Wars to use the MacGuffin of time travel in the future, if they ever had to. And I, I know that I don't know if you guys read about this at all. Um, Hmm. But there's something introduced in rebels called the world between worlds. And um, it was, there was a Jedi temple on Lothal that basically had this doorway. And if you could, succeed, I forget the specifics, but Palpatine was specifically looking for this temple. And if you could get into it, uh, the visual was pretty neat. It was basically like a bunch of doorways connected by light paths. And you were like in the force or whatever. And they implied very heavily that you could step between like major events Through this thing, and it never happened. And a lot of people thought like maybe they were setting it up to be introduced in like Rise of Skywalker or something. That didn't happen, but it's 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 there. It's essentially the quantum realm, basically. And um, you know, through through the force, and they they more or less. It looks like that's how Ray is is going back and talking to Darth Vader and all that stuff. And and from what I read, I think they intend for this to be canon. I mean, like it's like loose canon, obviously. That could be wrong, but I mean. All Star Wars f- canon is loose canon. <laughs> well, that's true. And uh, I mean, if if I was a better host, I would have moved this to go right in, in front of our Mandalorian episode to bring that very fact up and talk about something. But I'm not. So now you're going to suffer with me for a couple more ar- articles before we get there. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It looked like a fucking joy. These jokes were awesome. Yeah. Like I said, it, the, the like the jinx, podcast jinx thing, it's it, like I said, it's like robot chicken light. It's like super fun yeah. and enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it.
1: So I think we all know, though, that the only non-canon that is still canon in our hearts is says the Empire Boys. I <laughs> you know. Look, no. I'm about
2: to I'm about to turn your brain into shit. I never played it. I oh, no. never played. Oh, no. no, this the this, this is the
1: book. This is the book right here. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Well, yeah. I never read it either. Oh, dude, fucking fan. I'll let you borrow it when I'm done reading it again. It's fucking yeah, please, fantastic. please. It takes place between re- uh, uh, Empire and Jedi, while Han Solo oh, right. was captured. And uh, it's them trying to find him back and trying to fight back against Prince Exer. Very nice. Yeah. Um. Our next.
0: I. Uh, ahead,
2: wait, sorry, okay. if I can cut you off. I absolutely yeah, yeah. must take a piss right now.
1: It has to happen. Oh,
2: it's fine. Okay.
0: okay.
1: All right. I'm gonna
2: do it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, all right. Have fun. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break. Uh, formula today, and because, okay. because this is a day of renewal, a day of coming together. I'm not gonna talk shit on something <laughs> Derek loves. I'm gonna talk shit on something that we all collectively hate. Okay. Okay. What's that? I haven't thought of it yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Uh, well, uh, yeah, what do we collectively all hate? That that I
1: feel like that should be an easy one, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many things that we all collectively hate, but it's just it's one of those things. Where there's so many. I don't know where to start. It is, it is hard to choose from. Um.
0: Uh, anime, but we've done that already. I mean, yeah. Not, not even all anime. I mean, some anime is cool, but the, but there's there's a fuck yeah. fucking line. Um. But- <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if we're going to go the easy route, we could bash one of the CW shows. And that's 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 fair. That's fair game. I mean. What's you know, how did you end up feeling about
1: Last Jedi? I don't recall. Oh, dude, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. OK. All right. <laughs> because that that's that fun. would be an hour of me talking nonstop until you until you called an ambulance for me. That's, <laughs> that's what that would be.
0: <laughs> All right, well, then fine. If we don't, um, if you can think of a topic to shit on, please interject. I'm going to do some story catch up in the in the meantime. So, you know, last week we talked about Mandalorian season one. Yeah. And um, what I what I actually found out from doing some Googling is that the character of Cobb Vanth comes from one of the Star Wars novels that's been released since Disney bought Lucasfilm. Really? Um, yeah. Remember the Aftermath series of novels? Yeah, yeah.
1: I did not read those so though, ap- unfortunately
0: I did not either. It was it's actually the only Star Wars books that have come out uh since they relaunched them that I haven't read, surprisingly, because I heard they were all kind of like okay, like they weren't bad, but they weren't good yeah um but uh from what i from what I understand and from what I read, Cobb vanth is a character introduced in that series, and he has he's not like a main character of the arc what it what it seems like is he is a character that has one chapter per book dedicated to him it's like this weird little side story okay of like they introduce all these things so the only reason i bring this up uh derek we're talking Cobb vanth um the only reason so so you know i'll do a 10 second recap since i just did it but Cobb vanth was introduced in the aftermath books um which i actually didn't read and didn't know that so i found that out this week so uh he, he was given like a chapter per book and there were a couple Differences between his appearance in the show and the books, and that's why I was making the loose canon joke. So uh, apparently the last chapter in the third aftermath book, he uh helps them by teaming up with Tuscan Raiders. So, like that whole exchange oh, shit. in Mandalorian, yeah. That whole exchange in Mandalorian, they were like, Well, either either this was their attempt to flesh that out from the books, or they just kind of like softly ignored it because the character is apparently basically the same dude, acts the same way. You know, he he comes across the armor and all that stuff. Um, I just thought that was cool. And I wanted to bring it up because I'm sure mm-hmm. if anybody out there happens to be larger Star Wars fans than us and read those books, probably going, he already existed. And uh, there's nothing I love more than having things like that, where it's in a universe we love. Uh, and if you're super dedicated you know who that is when he comes on screen and it's a extra reward for you basically. Right. But if you don't know who he is, it doesn't matter because in the episode we all got a great, you know, character look at who he is and, and how he, how he acts and his motivation. So I thought that was cool. And I figured we couldn't think of anything to talk shit on collectively while you were going pee yeah. So I figured I was just Did you I watch the lighthouse interject. yet? I meant to ask you. I didn't. Okay. I was going to bring that right. up before we did the Mandalorian thing because uh, I was going to bring up our, our very first email. From Jesse. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay. Yeah, very All first right. email. A question. I might, I might as well do it now. Questions at thecynicalnerd.com or hashtag AskTCN if you want to ask us a question on Twitter. We will certainly bring it up and discuss it in next week's podcast. Um, Jesse basically just requested that we do a segment about the lighthouse and uh, our thoughts for and against it. And I was going to watch it for this week and ended up not being able to find the time. So, Jesse, uh, you have my solemn promise, regardless of how busy Next week's news is we will work in a conversation around the lighthouse. Okay. Oh, yes. And uh, my thoughts and feelings on it. Maybe we'll do a little prep work ahead of time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how hmm. in depth we want to get with this. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll
1: watch it again. Me
0: too. By prep work, I, I mean it. how many times do I want to pull it to the mermaid scene that I know is amended? <laughs> <I, I don't, laughs>
1: it's I the mean, best good, prep work there is. Good luck getting one out to that, man. It's only like 15 seconds long. <laughs> it's pretty sure uh, you got to well, be quick. I mean, yeah, yeah, you'll make it work. I, I, I only need five, Fast, boys. Best <laughs> is coming the West. <laughs> fastest, <laughs> should be fastest Fap in the West for the alliteration? Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I am a sucker for alliteration. Thank you. Fastest Fap in the West. Um I'm gonna let Scott take away this next story because he's the one who put the article in it. And I think it's really interesting. Uh there was a, an article on the nerdist about a new book or comic coming out called Dracula Motherfucker. Yes. And you know, like, like we said, it was, it's kind of a slow news week. What with the election just having wrapped up and and that being said, we were digging for some articles to talk about. And I thought this was really fucking interesting. So would you like to share with the boys and girls?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a book called Dracula Motherfucker, which right out the gate. Killer name. Uh, yeah, it was it's on board. Like, yeah, yeah. it. uh, it's the, it's uh, coming out of uh, printed by. Sorry, it's being printed by Image Comics uh, and Alex DeCamp. Camp. Uh, who apparently wrote Twisted Romance and Archie versus Predator, which I did not know that existed, but I need to see Archie versus is it, Predator. Is it
2: Archie like like I'm thinking of the right thing? Like I hope
1: Archie? so. I, I hope that's oh, yeah. I hope we're thinking of the right thing. Why aren't we covering Archie versus Predator instead of this horse shit? <laughs> like first and foremost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, We can all read that for next week. In, I mean, I'm down. In
1: all seriousness, though, like it does seem like a really interesting comic because they talk about how Dracula is always romanticized and how there's always these you know, like uh, helpless maidens who are either so attracted to him or enamored by him that they fall under the spell or he just manipulates them and, and uses them as as like you know oh uh, my god <laughs> are you looking up Archie versus I'm, Predator I'm sorry I <laughs> just oh sent the fucking,
0: <laughs> I just sent the cover to the group chat no I'll try and put it I'll try right. and put it up here in the video so you guys can see it too. Uh, the 1.4 mark oh, oh god. my god that that's fucking excellent. amazing it is true to the comic strips Archie just in front of the fucking Predator it is exactly what you think it looks like and I am very excited about that uh yeah I'm gonna read it I need to I wonder that. if it's him
2: just <laughs> Kevin Jamesing his way through the whole like he has no idea he's yeah. being hunted that's got to be the premise right
1: like if, if Jughead doesn't have a panel with the three dots on his head <laughs> uh, like dude, missed opportunity <laughs> fucking oh my god. There's no way he doesn't yeah all right So I'm sorry to cut you off. No, that was that was definitely more important um, <laughs> No, but this, this kind of, this kind of flips that narrative on its ass where it's, it's essentially like it's a it's an empowering book where all these women who were essentially like the brides of Dracula or were the concubines of Dracula uh, kind of like rise up against him and fight back. And it paints him as an actual villain, not, not a romantic lead, not a humanized, deep troubled, like brooding character. He's just a piece of shit, which is what essentially Dracula is. When you think of it, Dracula in canon is a human trafficker and a rapist and a murderer, but he's always romanticized and vampires are always romanticized in this way where it's like, you wonder why we have problems with toxic masculinity in this country. You wonder why there's so many people in abusive, horror, horrific relationships. We take all these Characters are supposed to be the bad guy whether it's Dracula or Walter White We put them on a pedestal and we make it out to be someone to aspire to be Uh, Yeah, and it's like,
0: oh, poor guy
2: Yeah, yeah, and
1: and this (laughs) this book flips out on its ass
0: I don't want to toot our own horn too much because we're clearly not the first people to think about this, but this is like the third time that I can think of us pointing out some, Oh yeah, right. That is kind of shitty situations. Like the whole problem with anime and, and like low key pedophilia yeah. and a lot of that shit with the schoolgirl outfits and like this shit. Yeah. Dracula is kind of a piece of shit. I'm going to go ahead and call the exclusive here. First boys, <laughs> the cynical nerd really pointing out, really taking it to the yeah. man.
1: Dracula really is a cunt. When you think about it,
0: uh, and- uh obviously this book, Pointed it out much better than Weekend, but yeah. yeah, you're right. He's a giant bag of shit. Yeah, uh,
1: but I mean, the the art style. Of this also is something to be noted. It's incredible. Uh, I read a quote within the article. Uh, let me see if I can find out who the artist is. I'm sorry, guys. I was not prepared to to take the lead on this one, and that is my. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, was, I'll, my put like,
0: uh, I'll put like I'll put like your name in parentheses or something in the future if I want you to do it. Oh
1: yeah, I, I, I have no problem here. I'm just it's just a testament to what it, uh, what an unprofessional hack I am. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, guy. Hey, listeners, we're making this up as we go. That,
1: yeah, that, that every a single
2: revelation.
0: Week. <laughs> every, every single week, it's just a. We, we pull out of the station. We don't know where this <laughs> fuck train's
1: gonna end up, boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, if we're being honest here, uh, but but uh, god damn it,
0: we're always pulling this fuck train up into cum station, is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Thanks, Derek.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm always oh here god. for
2: a cum joke. I I'm, I'm I'll never grow out of cum jokes.
1: Yeah.
0: It's my, my, uh, my, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My predisposition to making cum jokes has increased exponentially since we started the podcast, mostly because I feel like I'm, it's the most sure I am that the joke's going to be a hit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. We're enabling you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's a hundred percent enabling on the, on the cum jokes.
2: I'll just say, well, Scott's looking that up that like I read this um, and I immediately decided that it was going to be awful based on the title oh, really yeah oh okay. um uh i i hate like we've gone over it before like samuel l jackson is motherfucker and every and that's i think that's where i went like with the title
0: uh, okay um
2: and i had made it like two thirds of the way down this article and i was just i stopped reading because i was like i want to read this i don't want to know anything else this sounds amazing <laughs> yeah um, um i love when you have uh a, an old story told through like a modern lens i think that A lot of the times it comes out bad, but when it's good, it's so fucking good. You guys might shit on me here, but like the Romeo and Juliet movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from 1994 and Claire Danes. uh, Terrible
1: dialogue, just unwatchable. Well, it's
2: the original dialogue. I'm I'm, 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 I'm kidding,
3: I'm
2: (laughs) I'm just fucking with you. That one went way over my head. I'm just fucking with you, daddy. Uh, I think it's cool to take, you know, you take these ancient stories in the way that, like, you know, the social norms then... And you look at it through the lens of today. And I think you get some really interesting revelations about that. That's all I have to say about it. Because like I said, I'm reading this. Like I'm, I'm actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm super I'm, interested I'm, in I'm, this. I'm all so. in
1: on this one. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the artist. I'm sorry. It took me a little bit here, guys. Erica Henderson, who is best known for her work in Squir- Squirrel Girl, as well as Archie Comics, which to me seems real way out of left field. Okay. Man. I never I never would think that this art style would come from somebody who did Archie Comics. Uh, but it's it's said in the article that she doesn't paint in re- in realistic uh colors she paints in moods you know she paints an atmosphere every panel is to de- is to depict an emotion so you see a lot of it looks great yeah you see a lot of like it's it, a lot of it looks like very like god it's it's gorgeous it looks like yeah. it's, it looks like something you would you'd would see like on the wall of the Sistine Chapel <laughs> like like for a lack of of a better example, like it just looks like it's out of a different time, some of these panels and then some of them are very modern, very kind of like I don't want to say creep show. But I I get a little bit of a vibe of that with the the color schemes and the way the panels are worked out. Um, But it just, it looks, it looks gorgeous. It sounds really interesting. And like you said, like a fresh perspective on on an old story like this, to see someone who deserves to be demonized in every sense of the word, who is literally a demon, uh, not, not, not portrayed as like, you know, the romantic lead or as something, something, something to, you know, lust after
0: yeah cool i'm also looking forward to it and we'll definitely be reading it and when you said squirrel girl it kind of rang a- i didn't read any of the squirrel girl stuff but i know what a lot of the more modern um storylines yeah. you know kind of covers i think it's a i'm gonna get a lot of hate for it but i, I think the character's kind of fucking dumb and uh <laughs> sorry what? she's apparently beaten thanos's ass S- so squirrel-, like-
1: squirrel girl you think that's a stupid character?
0: Yeah, I do. I, r- really? I really do. And I, I understand basing why sh- that off of. Yeah,
1: like I don't know. I don't this is kind I don't of know. left field, Chris. This seems really... my my own
0: inherent my own
1: inherent bias apparently. You, call, you know, called you called me I... out last week saying I was just being cynical for the sake of being cynical and I feel like you're pulling one of those on us right now. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely am I like, and I'm I aware like of it. This disingenuous hatred of Squirrel Girl. Absolutely. I've never read Squirrel Girl. Huh? Yeah. Is it, I thought yeah. you loved alliteration, Chris. Well, I guess that's not all. It just rhymes. <laughs> not, I was yeah, waiting to not, see it's, where it's, you it's not took alliteration. That. Yeah. Wait, it doesn't even rhyme either. Wait, what? <laughs> squirrel girl? Yeah, if you say it real fast, if you say it like your Dora oh, the Explorer. like
2: squirrel, squirrel
1: girl. If you say it like you, your Dora yeah. the Explorer, it does. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look, it, it's a slant rhyme, Such a Fair
2: point, so hard to argue with that. Jeez.
1: Uh also, <laughs> also right. just like you say, there's a follow-up article immediately below this one that's horrifying. Uh the the, the title is Her Belly Keeps Growing, Doctor C's scan and calls the cops. What the? <laughs> oh, f- what, what the? I don't, I don't even is- want to know. Yeah, I yeah. like the mystery. But the images like of this lady with one of those obviously photoshopped gigantic bellies, where it's like the size of like a Taurus. It's fucking oh horrifying. Jesus.
2: Yeah, and there's like, pretty bad. It's always like a fucking alien curled up in there, in there somehow, like the uh, fucking yeah. sun yeah. or whatever it's called,
0: like the the yeah. mm-hmm. little gray boys, like the big black eyed gray boy head. alien. You guys know they have a sex yeah.
1: toy where you can fake impregnate yourself with an alien egg. That's a real thing. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's. If I if I
2: didn't have knowledge of that, I would think that you're fucking with me 100. percent But <laughs> yeah. it's 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 very real. Yeah, There's yeah, little eggs that it like implants in your pussy that you then have to like yeah, or your, shit out. Later. Or your or your little butt. Or, or, or your butt your, your beehole. You're <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Or your
0: your beaver butthole. Yeah, yeah. Scott Scott and I are trying to be inclusive here, and, right. and I I you know I might have five of them in the closet. You don't know. <laughs> Yeah, right. Chris is like, "Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I've never heard yeah. of this before." Wow, yeah. okay. Very, yeah, definitely. It's very that's very uh, brave and uh, it's explorative of your body. <laughs>
1: I think I think we need to introduce a new segment on the show uh, called "Burn the Internet to the Ground." <laughs> I think I think I, I think that might be a good a good uh, contender for the first thing that we take a deep dive on. Uh, not too yeah. not too deep. We don't want to prolapse anything, but just a, a gentle dive. You pick the hole. Dealer's choice. <laughs> I was going to ask you if that was
0: a reference, and now I know that it was.
1: Yeah, talking about fuck. We don't want to prolapse anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We don't want to have to, you know, shove all that pink spaghetti strand back in.
1: Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> you, okay, so. Is this your sock? One, I found the sock on the floor. Is
0: this your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. This looks like an earthworm. I don't understand. Where's <laughs> where it going? Uh, we have one more article to talk about. Uh, might be considered slightly controversial, and then we have our Mandalorian oh, conversation. And last of us too. So Johnny Depp has left fantastic beasts three as the villain Grindelwald. Um, I have a couple points. One is which I don't know why those movies still are being made in the first place. Um, So if you guys are unaware of been living under a rock and have no pop culture reference for the past couple years, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp were married. They divorced pretty sloppily. Um, She accused him of abusing uh, him. And then, He came out and countersued and said, actually, she's the one that's abusive and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what's true. I haven't done a huge deep dive into, you know, each side and the facts presented in the court cases and stuff. But I do know uh, that he was asked to leave, basically. It didn't sound like they straight fired him. It it sounded like they were like, hey, can you can you get the fuck off of here? Like, do it in your own way. But but like, you know, you got to leave the film. Um, I. I. I'd, because I don't know all the specifics, I don't know how I feel about it. But I feel like you both have opinions on it, so I'll let you go. Scott, how do you feel?
1: Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things where like you're walking a tightrope talking about something like this because anything you say can and will be misconstrued. People will twist your words. Uh, they'll they'll try to they'll try to tell you what your intent is with what you say, and that's something that, that's yeah. something you see everywhere you go now. Like one thing that's left out of the conversation all the time. Obviously, is intent. There's tone. There's candor. There's intent. Uh, but there's no, there's no other way to say it. Like, like when you have, when you have issues like this, of course you should believe survivors. But that shouldn't be a blanket statement. It can't be, because with situations like this, there's always so many variables that we don't see on the outside. With the Johnny Depp situation, uh, there was uh, like I think audio evidence of her hitting him and talking shit and admitting to having attacked him and bit him and thrown things at him. And like, like there was hard evidence that she, there, there is a hard, hard evidence to say that he didn't do something as well. So no one's saying that he gets a reprieve of, of whatever his responsibilities may or may not have been, uh, right. You know, like whatever his actions were, he knows that that's up to him to, to live with that. Uh, but she was guilty as well. And we see her back on set reshooting scenes for justice league, uh, as her, as her character from Aquaman, um, and he I believe last I had heard he had lost his bid to be in pirates movies. I'm not sure if that's if he's been reinstated yeah. for those, but now he's also losing this. and it's not a franchise that I particularly am invested in, but when it comes to things like this, I think
3: anytime you say, "Believe all or do all with with like no uh, there's just a, there's an inherent flaw in any movement that refuses to acknowledge that
1: everything should be viewed on a case-by-case basis. I think it's the only way you can say it. Uh, it's it's not to say that he didn't play a part in this. It's not to say that he's innocent, but she sure as shit isn't, and the repercussions seem to be all on him right now. She she's I'm sure she's losing money as well. Maybe not as It's maybe not as visible as in his case, where he's actively stepping down for roles. I'm sure she's being overlooked for roles for her, her hand in this as well, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't sit right to see her back on set reshooting scenes to, to complete the Snyder Cut. While he is stepping down from two franchises that he essentially was carrying, whether you like them or not, those were big paychecks for him.
3: Uh, and, you know, it's just it's difficult to talk about. I feel like that's all I can say about it without getting myself in trouble. No, I mean, and I, you
0: know, look, um, you know, we always we try not to be political and it's not really a political thing. It's more of a worldview type thing. But I, I skew very liberal, you know, I'm very, very liberal, very progressive. Spoiler alert, if you didn't already figure that shit out. Um,
1: (laughs) All that talk about glory holes, man. Everyone thought we were stark Republicans over
0: here. Uh, Republicans do have, you know, they do kind of take the cake on glory holes. I mean, what do you, you know, what do you want? I think it's just Republican senators. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Well, when I realized that every week, you know, we're kind of like going, hey, look, here's our Twitch handles. And then I'm like, well, we might not talk politics on the podcast, but I do on the Twitch channel because it's my fucking Twitch channel. So, you know, if you really did follow us, you would know where we all lean anyway. But the point of that story was to say, like, I am on the same page as Scott. I would always err on the side of believe the survivor, uh, you know, and the I didn't doubt any of the people who it, it's kind of like a. It's kind of like a the whole picture thing for me of like, yes, you should default to believing them um, and then look for the onus on. The, it's it's such a tricky subject to talk about, but like it, you should you should take into account, like the person's character, who they're accusing, like the women who accused. Never mind, it's a it's a tricky <laughs> fucking topic. I don't know if you're going to without, go, don't s- don't you're
3: gonna go
1: Cosby yeah. or Weinstein, but either way, man.
0: Well, no, those are universally pieces of shit. Yeah. I was going to say uh, someone.
1: Oh, Aziz, you know, that, yeah.
0: yeah yeah Yeah. um so but look i mean yeah you should always believe you should always try and believe a survivor unless there is there is actual evidence to say like they're kind of lying i I also hesitate to say like put the onus on the other person because it's not fair because then you allow someone to make a blanket statement which is why this topic is so tricky to have a conversation about without sounding like you're you know being a piece of shit or coming in with a bias of your own but yeah i mean from what i can gather without having like literally pulled up depositions in in the public court records like it sounds like they're just kind of both shitty to each other but he's suffering all the consequences like from from what i've gathered and that might be wrong and if it is i i welcome you to send me links to articles where that might be disproven i am always open to facts uh and i will adjust my opinion accordingly if i see new information but from what i've seen and read it looks like you know, neither of them were very fucking good to the other person. It was an abusive relationship. They both did and said terrible things to each other. But he's currently the one suffering for it publicly. And that doesn't feel right to me. Um, you know, and that's, I guess, really about all I all I can say about it. Jarek. Hey, so, uh,
2: yeah, you know, first of all, I just want to say we decided early on when we were talking about the show that we were never going to get political. Um, and I don't think that this is a political issue. Um, nobody here is telling you who to vote for um, right. to expect us to not talk about social issues just because specific political parties tend to focus on them, I think, is an unrealistic expectation. We want to talk about racism and homophobia and uh, uh, abusers and stuff like that. Um, you know, we like to kind of draw the line in the sand there. Um, as far as this specific subject. uh it's gone back and forth. I remember years ago when there was like a video of him throwing a bottle at her or something, and then like the next report came out that it was an actor that she hired to dress up like him. And then he said, "Oh well, she does this," and it just feels like like we're in the movie Gone Girl, where like we're just <laughs> the public opinion constantly being fucking swayed back and forth. And at some yeah. point, like I, I, you know, I I've had beloved movies that Johnny Depp stars in, but that doesn't like automatically mean like well, I think he's capable of doing no wrong. Um, ultimately I think they're just rich people who were crazy megalomaniac assholes, both of them. And they're probably both guilty in a lot of ways. And there's no way for me to possibly as an, an individual know the difference of like who did what, when and where I think they're probably both just crazy fucking people. And so I just tend to stay out of it. Um, I don't care about either of the franchises he stepped down from. I don't think (laughs) that his career is going to be ruined. I think people are really jumping the ship when they say that. And even if it was, how many millions does this guy have? Like, he's going to be okay. Um, yeah, He's fine. It hurts to see him lose something. And she still kind of gets to go on with, um, uh, Aquaman. Like I get that, but again, it's like d- nobody really loses in that situation between the two of them, except us from just paying attention to it. Like <laughs> they're both crazy. Who gives a shit? I mean, I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. I, I, I,
0: I, I, I think they're both wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I would also um, just interject on the top of what you said about like, you know, having conversations about trying to avoid, you know, straight political conversations. But we all um, I, you know, I know these guys and I have discussed like we understand that the the lens for that we're coming at these articles through is of a couple white dudes. And that, uh, you know, we, we sometimes we might come off a little ignorant because we're not in those people's shoes. But, you know, we're. we're Trying to our best to have like honest conversations about this stuff. And like you said, I I think it's it'd be dishonest of us to ignore it, especially when the topic of these podcasts is, you know, uh, yeah superheroes and nerd stuff and movies. But, you know, pop culture stuff that includes those actors surrounding those properties as well. So I don't know. Like you said, I I think it sounds like a a bunch of rich dickheads who are just hitting each other with champagne bottles and and cursing and being real rude to each other. I've and uh, we all have to watch the fucking fight celebrity deathmatch style play out. This
1: might be crossing a line, but I am Oh more Yes,
0: here we go.
2: Okay, can't wait
1: <laughs> I am more offended that the champagne bottle he threw at her head probably cost more than my first car than I am that he threw it at her. <laughs> <sighs>
0: That was good i like that
1: yeah (laughs) sorry i was trying
0: i was trying no no no. i was literally just trying to think of a joke but i couldn't because i I was going somewhere along the lines of like champagne wishes and caviar dreams and i couldn't i couldn't quite mold it into something that was a funny retort so that was my side all i can
1: say is it's ironic that like regardless of what happened in this relationship uh it's ironic to me that johnny depp got his big break like for the most part as a playing so many different characters in Tim Burton movies. And now he looks like a walking skeleton from a Tim Burton movie in real yeah, life. He
2: looks bad. Like it's not easy to look at that.
1: That, r- that relationship was like or or maybe the massive amounts of drugs he's done in the wake of it have taken their toll on his body. And he looks like the character he played in The Corpse Bride. It is horrifying <laughs> to look at him.
0: I was going to say, and he's gearing up for the live action version. They're going to shoot. I honestly, next year. I
1: honestly hope that he is is well, that he's doing better than he was. The last time I saw a photograph of him because it is honestly like all jokes aside, it's. It's not good. It's it is not. It is not great.
0: It's he's hard to look at right now. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. getting at. I know, that's a yeah. recurring, he that's recurring theme. for like thirty years.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm aware that none of us are America's Next Top Model here, guys, and we make a lot of references to people <laughs> being hard to look at. Uh, but Jesus Christ, Google it. Like, yeah, it is, but you
2: don't have to look at this. This is a podcast. That's the
0: difference. Yeah, you yeah. Have to look yeah at the Defty's video everywhere. version is a. The video version's a bonus if you want some jerking off material. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, if, you I know. mean, if you're
1: staring directly into our eyes while we talk this shit, that's your own personal choice. You've made that choice. Yeah. You can hit stop yeah. at any point. But You made this bed. Yeah, now you yeah, jerk but off. Also if you stop, and and we're not- all
2: jerking off, too. Every time we're filming, yeah. just right underneath the desk. Yeah. So You, you, you can't, guys, you can't even tell.
1: You guys know I wasn't wearing pants or underwear for like a good 30 minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> There's a stala- Oh, I know. It, which, one, which one hangs down? Is it a stalagmite or stalactite? Uh, stalactite uh, hangs down. Alright, well there's a stalactite of thick ropes under my desk right now, boys. Can I
2: just <laughs> tell you how I remember that? Like this is at, ready? Alright. Yeah, so, yeah. so what's the difference between I'm, the I'm words ready. stalactite, stalagmite? Mm-hmm. One has a T and one has an M. Think about an M, it's like two spikes coming up from the ground, mm-hmm. and a T is like a ceiling with something dropping okay. down from it. Okay. Right? Okay. That's actually- yeah. Stalagmite. All right. You're, you're gonna remember reason. that for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. That's the same reason I've remembered how to pronounce or spell uh, Wednesday since I was in grade school, because the teacher was like, it's day. and I was like, fuck you. I'll never forget that. And I have not forgotten
1: it. Yeah. And I got written up. I had a teacher fuck with me. He told me like lunch every day is 1215. The Magna Carta was signed in 1215. No matter what you forget your entire time you're in high school, you'll always remember this. And no matter how long you try to forget, you won't. And You'll hate me. And if you're listening, Mr. Dana, I do indeed fucking hate you. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Yeah. We have two topics to talk about this week. I think the first one's going to be a little quicker. uh It's The Mandalorian season two, and then we're going to do Last of Us two. And we are running a little long already, so we'll try and wrap up the Mando stuff. And I'm surprised because we were all concerned all week we weren't going to have enough topics. But I kind of felt like we're all, we're all so comfortable riffing now that it'll just, you know, the conversations could just drag because we have nothing but common P jokes in our heads to fill the time. Mm
3: hmm.
1: Longer and harder <laughs> every
0: time. I swear to God, we will. <laughs> don't 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 threaten us. Uh, so Mandalorian episode two came out and uh, I I'm going to go last again. And I want Derek to go first Excellent. this time when okay. I want because I don't know how Derek feels about this. And I want right. to see where I line up. I'm happy to go set ahead. the stage. Uh, okay.
2: All right. So it's kind of turning into Monster Hunter, right? Like it's the Monster Hunter movie that we're not going to get is now the Mandalorian. Like, that's the one thing that I noticed about it. Like, is there really going to be like a big monster every single time? Um, I was less enthused about this one overall. Um, it wasn't bad, but I was kind of like, all right, we did the, like, you know, Mando's trying to help a person and a big bad shows up and he has to shoot the big bad. Uh, it felt like a little recycled with a different, um, uh, creature. Um, I will say this, the things that I liked about it is, uh, I feel like the show season one and season two so far is that we're seeing there's like Mando as a Mandalorian and Mando as an individual who he was before he was a Mandalorian. And every now and then those two people line up. Um, I feel like when the frog lady, which literally like, that's what I had the subtitles on. She's just called frog lady. That's it. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, okay. When she so was Talk, like, talk
0: about one, the one species in Star Wars I don't know the name for. I was like, oh, that's just the gecko from the guy. I thought it was Slippy from Star uh, Fox, like, boys, I gotta tell you.
2: <laughs> I made a Slippy joke, too. I <laughs> told her Slippy the headhunter. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: um, was me. like,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> And then, then you got Falco, that fucking cocksucker. Been saved by Fox, <laughs> how swell. Well, fuck you oh, too, Falco. Oh, Falco's such
2: an asshole. Such a co- what a dick. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, when she turned him and was like, look, this is the last of my, you know, my bloodline, like your people are supposed to have a reputation yada yada. I felt like that was another lining up of those two characters where he's like, this is the right thing to do. Right. Um, Both, you know, my views as an individual and per the code of the people that adopted me. Um, there were like really tiny things about it that I liked. I love that his armor, like gained frost throughout the episode. Like, I don't know why I fixated on that, but I was just like, that's such a cool touch. Um. And then I screamed like an insane person when the spider thing was chasing them and frog lady, again, she's called frog lady. That's not my, okay. That's what she's called. No, no, You're right. It's called frog lady. And she got down and started leaping like a frog. I just had this like (laughs) childlike, I don't know. I literally just screamed. It was insane. No, it was, it was actually really cool. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) is she
0: galloping? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, No part of this episode. Did I hate more? I'm blowing all my load at once, by the way, this is everything I okay. have to say about it. No part of this episode. Did I hate more though than the uh, X wing pilots showing up and being like, yeah, you're pretty cool. Actually. And man was like, all right, will you help me? And they were basically like, listen, buddy, we're good cops, but we're still cops and just fucking flew yeah. away. It was yeah. like, okay, what the fuck? It just seemed weird that they even showed up to do that. Yeah. I get it. Like, the reminding you just, the viewer yeah. that they're still the good guys, but it, it seems Did like Did you just
0: knowingly maroon him on an ice yeah, planet yeah, where like, you don't know if he's gonna fucking die or not? Way do
1: you reduce like these people who just fought for their freedom so hard to like these immediate oppressors of of like you don't know he's you don't know he's imperial. So you have to like fucking like dude, fuck, like really like, yeah. it's like it's it's like getting pulled over for having an air fresher hanging from your fucking mirror. Like fuck you. Yes. Like, you are dude. Yeah, it it felt so like, weird. I'm like, sorry I was... passed through your quarter mile municipality. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, like it it just seemed like an abuse of power. It it painted the like it it showed you that there's not only shitty people on the imperial side, but also there's some real dickheads that were rebels too. They weren't all Luke Skywalker's and Wedge There were some fucking cunts on the Rebel Alliance. And now that they have power. How quickly they've shifted into that into that like comfort zone where they're gonna lord it over people to, and abuse the power yeah. over semantics.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It really was.
1: <laughs> it wasn't my turn. Any, yet. Other, sorry. Uh,
0: <laughs> any other thoughts, Derek? Or was that? No, a-
1: that's it. I actually hope, like now that
2: I'm hearing that at least Scott is as angry about that part as I was. Yeah. I'm hoping that they're counting on the viewer seeing that and using that instead rather than yeah. I don't know. I I it just felt like. It, that was a weird way to like remind us that the rebels are out there, or or uh, the new republic is out there still. Yeah. It just felt like, it just felt like the cops showed up and we're like, we're cool with you drinking beer, but we're gonna take the beer. Like it just <laughs> yeah, didn't, I don't know. Yeah,
1: holy shit, <laughs> yes. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, like were, it's like good. you were at a state park, minding your own business, trying to get a hand job, and they showed up in cock block and wrote you a five dollar ticket for being parked in the park after dark, and that's all. That's all they did. Took your beer, five dollar ticket.
0: What do we, it almost sounds like you uh, told that story from experience. Oh yeah, 100. <laughs>
1: percent I, I, I grew up in South Jersey. There's a state park not not far from where I grew up, and the, it's it's almost like they had to write all these five dollar tickets, all these little bullshit tickets, to like reaffirm that they had a purpose there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not enough that we're preventing forest fires and maybe you know stopping what I don't like. I don't know. Like, what do people do? Park park their campers illegally? What the fuck is your purpose? <laughs>
0: I mean, I've, I've also had the same
1: campfire safety interaction. You like, I saw the smokey, the Uh, bear sign chances are high today. I'm going to watch my shit. You're not needed here. We got the smokey statue i'm sorry
0: I, like how common is it that uh now that you've mentioned it and i i actually it's happened to me and i'm thinking of the story how common is it for young men to be parked somewhere with a a woman hey or man not gonna judge and like late at night and you get like a cop rolls up and swirls his lights because you're not supposed to be there
1: yeah did it really yeah i got arrested oh my god yeah. well i mean no we're t-
0: we're, oh, well, i didn't get arrested we're talking back, back had at back at a time where, like,
1: where that was like what you do like back back then that was what you you know what i mean like now like Someone's got absentee parents. You just go to their house. I mean, like Jesus <laughs> the, Christ, the, the family <laughs> unit was a little bit stronger back then, but now it's just like, you know, um, I, not to get not to, like I feel like I'm like, sorry, I, I, I have led us astray. Uh, no, you're fine. Wh- what I will say to start off is only a Sith deals in absolutes. Uh, So I'm going to start off with what I liked about the episode. Very and good. then we'll do a slight crescendo to all the things that were dog shit about it. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, I'm gonna start off by saying I got really high and I, w- I was waiting for this episode to pop up at like one in the morning on Disney plus on, on Friday morning and it wasn't on yet. So I watched the last week's episode again and I noticed a lot more things that I, maybe I was blinded by rage. I enjoyed the first episode way more than I did the first time, but also maybe Good. maybe because I didn't have the expectations I had. I was just along for the ride this time. It was easier to like, yeah. see more subtle nods, enjoy like scenes of him, you know, eating with the sand people on his way to go find Cobb Vance in the first place, all these little things. Uh, watching this episode, man, like the, first off uh, the chase scene, as much as it seemed like a nuisance to have the, the new Republic uh, X wings there, that chase scene was fucking beautiful.
0: And, it was it really and so good. And,
1: and the move he pulled, where he just shuts the engines off and free falls. And like the frog lady screaming that to me, nothing is, <laughs> yeah, nothing was more Star Wars in this, ep- in this entire episode than that moment right there. I was like cheering. <laughs> uh,
3: there was an
2: ode, by the way, there was an ode to JJ with the snap zoom, like the, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the snap zoom, but it's essentially like think, uh, when the uh, millennium Falcon goes by on Jakku. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, it, but it's entering into it, the it, Star Trek and then it like zooms in really quick. That's a yeah, snap yeah. zoom when you, and, and they did that in there. I don't know if it was a direct ode to him or a, a steal or something, but it, it felt like an ode and I thought that was a cool little addition.
1: Uh, also, uh, seeing uh, Amy Sedaris in this show is awesome. I don't know if you guys remember she was on a show on Comedy Central with Stephen Colbert back in the day called Strangers. Yeah,
0: and they've basically Stranger- allowed her to just play a skit character from that fucking show, like in *Star Wars*. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she she's,
1: she she played Jerry on *Strangers with Candy*. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I'm i again, I'm glad to see her getting the work. She was she was always an awesome comedian, uh, a great character actor, and to see her just getting like whether it's her getting thrown a bone or whether she's gonna have a larger arc this season than she did in the first one. Who knows, but it's cool to see her in recurring role. It always puts a smile on my face to see people who you know were like longtime actors kind of get uh get a little chance to be in the spotlight in this. Um I love you every- sneaking up on you.
2: Sorry, He's I get excited shaky. every time. It's like seeing a white buffalo or something for me. I don't know why.
1: I uh I loved everything they did with Baby Odin in this episode, him constantly eating frog ladies' babies. Like genocide has never been so adorable. <laughs> like <I> don't <laughs> the, the, the the smothering of a bloodline has never been so fucking cute. Uh everything yeah. everything from like baby like just his ears whipping in the like everything in the winds when he's on the it's fucking awesome everything. Um, but having said that, I think it takes a lot of fucking balls to do what is essentially a bottle episode with another character that you can't communicate with. <laughs> that to me was so fucking irritating. He's just like I don't speak your language. You speak hut. Like this like, for, for Christ's sake, like, I understand, I understand they did it for, for the, the audio gags and the visual gags to have that creature there that's just screeching, because again, that was a, <laughs> that was a great payoff, that felt very, it that felt very original trilogy to me, but also just like, I don't know, man, like, she was such a pain in the ass, it's just, it's like, the, you can't go into hyperspace or my babies will die, why? They, what, why? No, no one. No I other. thought that was weird too. They never yeah. went
2: into it. There should have been at least yeah. a throwaway line that explained yeah. that. I didn't yeah. get that either. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like, no, like, strap them in. Like, what, what, how, <laughs> how the fuck does that Put make a difference? Put
2: little seatbelts on them.
1: Yeah, like, like, it, it didn't make any sense to me because, like, we have, we've never seen any signs that physical matter would be affected by hyperspace in a negative way. Like, to the point where, like, they literally got, they literally traveled into hyperspace where people aren't even buckled into their seats. And it's the same as, like, when someone's on, like, a bus. And, and it jars in like in like a '80s action movie or something. It's, it seems like it's a minor inconvenience. We don't see any like like force when they go into hyperspace, aside from like little stumbles here and there. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, there's nothing in the canon that indicates that it would destroy something, or it just seemed like it seemed like a way to like stretch it out instead of making a simple trip where he could get there and get to the fucking point. And then also the yeah. whole reason we had this giant obnoxious chase scene with all these creatures is because Frog Lady wanted to take a bath and warm up her babies. Uh, I don't know. It just, it was a, it was a fucking mess. It was, it, it, it was not enjoyable, really. Like, there were, there were a few things that that worked well. uh, And, like, a few things that had me laughing. But, again, it just feels like we're burning fucking time. I understand why we do that in the first season. But we're, it, it does feel like how Nick said, like, a sophomore slump. Like, it feels like we're going right back to where we started. We've already built up to that point. Why are we regressing for so long? Like, why are we taking our time to get there? Like, if, if there's, if there's story to tell, fucking tell it. You know what I mean? Like, don't milk it. Don't waste my, I feel like I wasted my time sitting around all week waiting for this. And I really hope next week uh, they finally get to the fucking point because it's been, <laughs> it's been like, what, like an hour and 30, it- and 30 minutes so far and we haven't gotten to the point yet this season? Has it yeah, been?
0: No, nothing. One week. Oh, <laughs> God, oh, God, oh, no!
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, it's been one week, and in my head I was like, there Burn. we go. <laughs> okay, I can hear you playing. <laughs> uh yeah, so i mean look i'm not going to surprise either of you by saying that i enjoyed this episode i did have things i did not like uh several in fact i mean yes it did very much feel like a filler episode from season one uh but the same way in which we talked about last week where season one i wasn't sure the format they were going to go with and once we got a couple episodes in and i said oh okay well this is just this is basically them just saying uh, we're along for the journey and we're just going to show you stuff that happens along the way. And you have to just be okay with that because that's the serialized format they're going with. And this episode was, was absolutely that. I mean, obviously we know that he's looking for other Mandalorians and ultimately that's his goal, but we're seeing his path to get there. So inherently that makes this episode feel like filler and it is filler. It like, like, you like, know, there's no dressing it up. It is a hundred percent filler. And I, That was frustrating to me. Also, I agree. Um, I did overall like it with the one. uh, With the one point I will make, which is that I did also agree that the X-Wing pilots showing up at the end was a uh, an insane plot convenience and B, like they showed up right when you need them. And be, like, it's almost like they were hovering above the planet, like they could see yeah. him and they were waiting till they saw he was in absolute dire straits. Yeah. Really? Uh, which makes them even more douchey. <laughs> uh, nice cameo by Dave Filoni, who reprised his role as an X-Wing pilot from the first season. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that whole scene was weird. I agree. It's been, you know, the first, season one started, what, five years after Return of the Jedi. So the New Republic has kind of settled in a little bit, probably to their roles. And like you said, I mean, I didn't like the scene, but the continuing the notion that everything is shades of gray, even the new Republic and that, yeah, there are going to be people who are dicks on the new Republic side. Like that's just going to be a thing. Um, I didn't hate it as much for that reason, because my brain feels a lot of headcanon in because I have an inherent bias to love everything star Wars. And I will not apologize for it. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, some things didn't make sense, but I could appreciate them because for example, the hyperspace thing, you're right a throwaway line would have fixed that entire concept however the idea that something would cause you to need to travel sublight as they called it which i think is a new star wars term uh is fucking interesting and i'm hoping they introduce the concept to use it later on for something far more interesting than transporting unfertilized eggs Um, um baby yoda being an inherent uh, monster is something that has uh, carried over from season one where this kid is always eating shit that he's not supposed to fucking eat. Like I, I actually thought he I didn't think the spider egg thing, which felt like it was a nod to alien yeah, because of how go, yeah. how goopy yeah, those little yeah, fuckers yeah. were. I thought he was just going to get sick from it. And then like Mando was going to have to worry about him because it looked fucking gross when he took it out of that egg.
1: Yeah,
0: dude. Um, But like. It it just it helps to show I know it's a filler episode and I agree, like I said, but I, I feel like it helps to show their relationship because beyond just telling himself that he's the ward of this child and he's on a mission, you have to love this kid. Because he's being an asshole. He's being like every other toddler on the planet. He's just grabbing shit. He's not fucking supposed to. The fucking fire memes that came out of him eating the eggs, like like when you're eating the deviled eggs at Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. and your mom <laughs> tells you they're for the guests. Like that's so fucking funny. And to, you know, right at the end, the little sneak of him just going, oh, and popping one in his I mouth. I love how it's, this very, genis- it's
1: very clearly stop animation Like you know, what I mean, like frame by yeah. frame, anime, and then just disappear. Like there's no like bite. It just nope, there. It's gone. I thought that was so fucking yeah, I, cute. I mean, in the
0: first the first season, he downs that fucking frog creature in like one gulp, like like Yods can fucking put away some food. And I would love to watch that guy. I would like to love to time him eating a whole fucking pizza and see how quickly it disappears. Uh, Hot dog. Eating yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's probably rule 34 for that. Oh, God. Why <laughs> I w-
2: I've been measuring this whole time. Like, should I make a joke about that? I'm like, no, let me yeah. just skip it. Don't no worry. Let's I got to talk him. about baby. Yod's deep throating. I snatched it out of the air That's for you. Not.
1: Just, just, just oh, double pissing oh, oh, glizzies.
3: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's different
0: when I make a mention of it and then you actually use the term deep throat. It feels like it
1: makes it more real. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where that got uh, gross, but it got gross somewhere in there. It, it absolutely did.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean the episode, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it felt, it felt like filler. It was filler. I think that's the worst thing I can say about it is that it just, the, the, whatever momentum that we had going in from season one was dimmed a bit in the beginning of season two. And I think that's expected because you have to reset expectations and and you have to reset the character's arc for the season. But I felt like it just, it fell flat this episode because they wanted to veer into, you know, let's tell you a side story. And I get that I do, but because I know what's in this, season i'm like you don't have time for this
1: exactly
3: let's go exactly
0: i want to meet a Tano. where the fuck is boba fett uh you know like give me that shit i want to fucking see it please there have been rumors of uh owen mcgregor ewan mcgregor making a cameo in this uh season because guess where he's at right now on tatooine did you think about that shit he's on that planet somewhere with boba fett and with this main character and baby yoda baby yodes i I i'm just waiting for them because they're probably going to have to return to tatooine at some point this season. Um I'm waiting for them to get there and like baby Yoda to like sense him or some shit like that. That would be so fucking dope. I would I would come I would come NP. It would be all over me. I'd be a fucking C- mess. Come
1: and pee.
0: Cum NP. Exactly Yo. the reference I was going yeah.
1: for. Yes. I don't wanna come. It's let, all the same. Let, 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 let the tomahawks flow through yourself. you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: couldn't it couldn't be episode seven, come and pee. It because it's it's not breaking my rule of not having come to the top Come. come, I don't know, man. Cum. I don't know. Now, I for, I already forget the episode seven title I threw out there earlier. I, I don't remember what it was anymore. So it obviously wasn't that good.
1: What What I would say, though, is like. Uh, the, the biggest issue is that. Again, like like there were no consequences. Had he been saved by those, uh, you know, uh, New Republic uh, pilots and then taken back against his will to their base, that's a ne- that's, you know, momentum that moves the story forward. Now he's where he needs to be or he's where he's he's going somewhere that's not where he needs to be. I bet there's something to tell there. But the fact that they just, like, came in, saved him, and they're like, peace, this is shitty and lazy.
3: Like, it, it was cheap. It yeah. was cheap. Yeah. And, and, and
1: the whole, the whole, like, the whole line about, like, again, like, you can't go into hyperspace because her, her eggs are that. How about maybe he can't go to hyperspace because it's being, like, that. that is an area that's heavily patrolled by the New Republic, and he's trying to avoid that. Or, like, you know, I don't know.
2: Yeah, or, like, the radiation melts simple
0: cell organisms or something. Boom, done.
1: Yeah, like... like
0: it, it could basically be the normal yeah. space argument of like, there's a lot of radiation and it amps it up when you go into hyperspace and it's fine for adults, but it would kill the eggs or something like that. You know, like that's that's look, took me 10 seconds and it makes way more sense than just, yeah. oh, you can't. Yeah. Um, what was I going to? Oh, I mean, you know, so we we know Yoda has a proclivity for caviar. Uh, we, we also know that. Uh, they're, they're going to be at least a little more linear this season in these first three episodes. Right. Because I'm, I'm fairly certain the water planet shit from the trailer is going to be the planet that he's taking this frog lady to. Seems like a, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's. Yeah. It seems like that's going to be next episode, which would put them in a nice linear arc. We'll see if they I think the first season, the first like um, one or two or three episodes were all pretty linear because it was him getting the kid. Yeah. So we'll see if they continue to stay on that path or they veer off. I don't want to ramble about it too much more. I mean, our thoughts are all pretty transparent at this point. I, I love the world and I love the additional stories we're getting in them. I just, from a straight TV show perspective, I agree I that I think that this show, or this episode suffered a bit from lack of momentum and, uh, you know, filler syndrome and, and all the above. I, my, when the spider the creature came gave out, me a
1: terrible joke and I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can't keep teasing us like, yeah, it's not right. Yeah. Come on. Just, just let me, just let, just let it out one time. Is it that bad? I was going to drink my beaver butt. Okay. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, Yeah. So uh, I will say when the spider came out, my wife was like, is that fucking Aragog (laughs) from, from fucking Harry Potter? And I, uh, the last, absolute last point that I will make is I do agree with, uh, I think Derek's first point, which is uh look you could you could do multiple creature episodes but don't do them back to back in episode one and two weird because i literally i was like why are we is it gonna be like animal of the week that we're dealing with here i doubt it but like why not i I don't know just like the 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 bad guy quote unquote of this of the first two episodes
1: has been like a big creature and i'm not about that life. So I hope it episode three has nothing to do with it. It would have worked better if it would have been like one of those enemy mine type scenarios. Have you ever seen enemy mine? It's a good sci-fi movie about a uh, uh, American or like a, an earth commando who lands on an alien planet with another alien from the opposing force and they're forced to learn to survive and deal with each other and and learn to communicate. And it's a really interesting movie. It's a really great, it's one of the great like sci-fi cheese movies of the eighties. I'd say they would have done something along this along the lines of that, where maybe this guy has to learn to communicate with her to survive their stakes. And she offers something besides inconvenience in return, if she's able to like help him stay alive, like if you, if you minus the creatures from that equation, there's a lot of opportunity there for there to be an actual story. Once they're crash landed on the planet for it to be something right. for it to be something that is compelling. And that does reveal more about who Mando is as a person through him th- through like watching somebody else get to know him and, and learn to work with him. That could have been a very interesting way to move it forward is at least character progression and not just point A to point B and you know we'll cut it off in the middle and you had to wait next week for point b which it, right. it, it felt like it felt like we, we were edged for 40 minutes and i'm, I'm i still am i'm waiting to come buddy still waiting <laughs> you'll get your cut. i got i got a, I got a baker's They're dozen coming. of ropes in here boys
0: <laughs> 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 our ability to bring everything back to come is, means, is actually quite means impressive it's our ropes. neutral point
1: yeah you get double dutch with them ropes son <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like we start at cum and then we go out from there, and we always bring the story back. Just, I mean, it's it really it's a it's a mark of good yeah. of good uh, conversationalists. D- so you're all welcome.
1: Uh, do you think we get yeah. D DMC eight if we played the circle of of life but change it to cum?
0: No, it would be considered yeah because you put come in there.
1: So the it's, circle it's of song. cum. <laughs>
0: And is <laughs> No, no, but,
1: but uh, I just to like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm gonna go.
3: It's
0: not the fucking.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: yes! Oh, yeah,
0: oh, oh, I'm Oh, that's such a good
1: idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, oh very nice yeah. rhyme um, I have to posit a very serious question to I you more. and I, I know <laughs> it's,
1: it's in there I, <laughs> when we shoot this load on the face that's wanting <laughs> I
0: really hope Elton John hears this and decides to redo it's the song just
1: circle for us. <laughs> the circle <I've> of <laughs> I, I got him <laughs> I got him, boys. No, I can not, see this. I can see well, the just, wiggle of the chair. I was drinking the milkshake. And the last thing I would do is the last thing I would, I bet you the last thing I would do is spit it out all over my beard while you were saying that.
0: <laughs> all right, I have a very serious question for both of you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Jesus,
0: that was a good one. <sighs> uh, um, we're running long, and I feel I don't want to. I don't want to, uh, you know, tease the fucking come out for too long on the last of his conversation but i feel like it deserves more time than we have left to give it so would you guys be all right pushing it to next week or do you want to try and run through it i'm grateful that you asked because
2: yeah we're running run a little bit
0: late so i we have surpassed the two hour 10 minute mark uh you know which is probably going to put us around two hours once i edit all the stuff out i I don't like the fact that i mentioned it earlier and then it's not coming to fruition however it's 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 the game's been out for a yeah, long time. It, yeah. So either way, it can wait a week.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's been, you it's know, been what? A we can
0: months. also. Yeah, we'll, well, yeah, never mind. We'll definitely do it on a podcast. But uh, Scott, do you have anything else you want to talk about then? If we're going to wrap up? Uh. I mean.
3: I don't know. <laughs> How much time do you have?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you have any more banger renditions of uh pop culture and, you know, like 90s Disney movie theme songs that you can just uh, I mean, I, could, I don't I know, like
2: desecrate into somewhere yeah, I, as often as you can.
1: I could sing uh uh Come and then pee to to the tune of Under the Sea. Uh <laughs> 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 Uh <sighs> I don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> Down where it's wetter, take it from me. I yes. Some of those wor- some of those lyrics work already. Yeah. You don't even have to change them.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! You're giving me such good ideas for b- bonus um, Patreon content. Yeah,
1: I mean, I will 100 do do like a kids' bop version of that song where it's all about throwing ropes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We gotta recreate all the instruments too, though. We yeah, yeah, yeah. the All us, baby. We'll do. In. We'll do
1: it like barbershop. Quartet style where we do all the instruments with our mouths so we can't get sued. It's it's a parody. There you go. Boom. But, but that's also it. also yeah. using none of the original music. Uh, the fucking oh my god! What, my god. The fucking, <laughs> <the> fucking, that <laughs> fucking got me so good. <laughs> just, just the guy like hunched over, cranking one out like. Like no, he's not even taking his time. He's he's just Danny DeVito. He's just angry at his cock. Just fucking run, yeah. run, Jeremy. Run, it. too. Like, it's not even hard. He <laughs> yeah. just
3: is
0: that desperate to. He's like yelling at him just <laughs> All the rage of his erectile Dysfunction
1: coming out You gotta come and pee. Uh,
3: <laughs> you gotta
1: come and pee. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, girls might look at your dick And be all like hey we're doing it every now and then <laughs> You gotta show her the goop <laughs> We're
0: not gonna get any better than this, we have to fucking wrap it up Nobody right now, else! This is the peak. do- It's P.A. We have to settle on an episode <laughs> title before we go. Uh, accountability makes you
2: a pussy was my personal favorite. <laughs> yeah. That could be
0: it. <laughs> For the episode title? <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Was it a Scott line? Did I,
1: that am was I already Scott, forgetting? Yeah, it was actually, it was okay.
2: accountability makes you a giant pussy. Actually.
1: Yeah, there's nothing we've learned in the last s- several years. It's that accountability makes you a giant pussy. <laughs> pussy. All right, fuck. All right. We're going to wrap her up. Um, uh, I give this episode yeah. five, oh, three out of five delicious beaver buttholes.
2: <laughs> Derek. Uh, fuck, I was going to
0: use beaver buttholes. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm going to take it four coming peas out of five.
0: Okay, uh, I will also go with a strong four out of five, uh, eggs for baby Yoda to munch on and commit genocidal atrocities while being super cute. Can I change my answer? Can I, can I go
1: with, yeah. can I go with four scrumptious beaver buttholes?
0: <laughs> of course. I mean, th- I thought that was
1: implied yeah, the, the scrum- uh, here scr- at TCN. We love beaver buttholes. Yeah, scrumptious really, really. Let our
0: stance be clear.
2: It,
1: it just classes it up. You know what I mean? You picture like, yeah. Well, you get you
0: get scrumptious, which is an amazing uh, descriptor, and then you get beaver buttholes, which is alliteration. So you've hit all the real the yeah, real yeah. pillars of modern linguistics and, with, and uh, also go ahead.
1: Sorry, well, with scrumptious. I just picture two people sitting like in that that Wayne Manor table that's like 80 feet long apart, just enjoying a meal that consists of a live beaver getting a salad tossed. It's just it's the imagery is very vivid and it's the best meal there is. Yeah. Must straight Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just- Master Wayne, would you like seconds on your he, beaver butt? He lifts like a the fancy fucking what do you call those things? The, the chafer? Like I don't know. It's just, it's, just a, it's, just a, it's just a beaver the just puckering, farting asshole. <laughs> it's, got like a, it's got like a heartbeat. <laughs>
3: uh, oh, yeah.
1: oh yeah okay Don't you
2: didn't
0: say we're gonna go downhill from
1: coming P <laughs> episode you 7 <laughs> episode
0: 7 scrumptious beaver but you were, tell- holes, you were telling
1: me you want to hear all the worst stuff all the stuff I didn't say is way worse than that was <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> we'll save that for next week because I'm I'm gonna make we're gonna we're gonna get one of the stories out of it maybe we'll make you yeah. tell us part of it offline so we can tell you if it's too much
1: oh Sim for Satan? You know yeah yeah that's a dark one that's <laughs>
0: and with that we're gonna wrap up the episode uh you can find
1: me on twitch and twitter at tcn plays scott how about you uh i'm on twitch twitter instagram and snapchat at swearwolf with an e that is twitch.tv backslash s-w-e-a-r-w-o-l-f-e
2: derek and you can find me on twitch and twitter at dr gloom md that's d-r-g-l-o-o-m-m-d
0: very nice. Uh, if you want to look, if you want to find us, if you want to ask us a question, you can ask us on Twitter. Hashtag AskTCN. You can also email us at questions at the cynical nerd dot com. Jesse, thank you for the very first email we've ever received. I'm going to mm-hmm. print it and frame it and yes. I'm going to show it to you next week because it's going to be <laughs> right, oh, right, oh, there. Oh, oh, right there. I'm going to do it. You think I'm fucking around? I'm doing it. Um, you can also, if you are so inclined and you would like to help support the channel, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Cynical Nerd. Two pieces of content up now, more on the way. And with that, we'll say good night. You guys have a good one. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Thank you.